Hello, everybody, and welcome to Of Dice and Men. How are you guys doing on this fine Thursday afternoon? Doing I'm great. You guys playing Valorant? No, no one is playing play that shit, shit game, Lily. Okay, it's for no, losers. Sorry. Why do you like it? Okay. Um, I'm not very good at FPS, so I'm not that good. But it's fun. I think you'd like it, Steven. He doesn't okay. like fun games. It's fun. It's cool. It's the new Counter Strike. All right. Yeah, it's oh. like the new. It's like uh, a Counter Strike Overwatch mixed together. Yep. What Lily's not telling you is that she's on Ride's payroll to say good things about the game, but. I actually am not paid. Okay. No, actually, it looks interesting. I just haven't had a chance to play yet. Is it actually... Is the gunplay actually like Counter-Strike? Like, you have to stand still to shoot and stuff, or...? Yeah, I, people compare it mostly to Counter-Strike. I would have thought that games like that would never be popular again, because people usually need to, like, move and shoot. That's, like, the benefit. I feel like Riot can make anything popular. Maybe. Well, for a little bit. But... Huh. This is interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Um, well, anyway, so... Starting in the top left, Destiny, how have you been? I've been great. Thanks for asking. I'm um, looking forward to D&D today with my friends. Um, below me, Lily Pichu, how are you doing? Good. Cool. To the right of that, we have Mr. <laughs> Moon. How are you doing? Doing all right. To the right of that, we have Katerino, played today by Lily. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Okay. And then above that, we have Koibu. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Wow. Good job, guys. You sound Superman like every, good, this is every Tinder conversation ever. Good, good job, guys. We're doing it. All right. Well, anyway, um, does anybody want to catch us up on where we were? Do you want me to refresh or what? Yeah, why don't you refresh us? What did you guys just do? So we um, we just of dice and men. We just came back from our quest to turn in the kidnapper legendary. legendary chapter ending quest to turn in a kidnapper of some akubian akuban uh, no <laughs> drakesian he was an akuban and he cannot no, no he a, killed akubans Drakesian, but he killed the akuban yeah oh yeah that's what i said well wait well but it's reported oh, okay. as kidnapped right they didn't say but well, kidnapped and kidnapped, killed yeah. sure yeah kidnapped and killed um an akuban person Prince. that was marrying a drekus person and we flawlessly kidnapped him, removed him from a city, turned him into where he was supposed to go. And now, before us is a wealthy nobleman ready to reward us with a plethora of gold or a paltry sum of magic items. And we must choose between the two of them. And We're going to roll our magic items right now, right? <laughs> and that's the decision we have before <laughs> us today. <laughs> Welcome so. to episode 22 of Of Dice and Men. You are being offered... 50,000 gold in bullion form, Jathar's gold, or the following four magic items. Magic item number one is a bag of holding. It's a, a common sack about, well, it's not common, it's actually made of silk, uh, but two feet wide, four feet deep. Wait, real quick. Extra dimensional is, slash non-dimensional space in it. Is Koibu's mic really quiet for anybody else or just me? No, Seems sorry. Fun. I can turn up the game a little bit. Okay, sorry. Uh, so it's got extra-dimensional or non-dimensional space within it, allowing it to hold more than its physical nature will actually allow. So this bag, despite only being two feet by four feet, can hold up to 200 pounds of gear in it, and it will maintain its same weight no matter what. No matter what is in this bag, whether it's empty or filled to the brim, it will always weigh 15 pounds. Um, what if um, it gets pierced? Is it... 
Forked. If it is pierced or overloaded, the magic hole containing the bag ruptures and the contents are sort of lost, maybe scattered somewhere in an, some other plane, maybe scattered on this plane, maybe just absorbed into the void. Who knows? What happens if an so, item is half in the bag and the bag is ruptured? There's only one way to figure that one out. Has anybody ever stuck their hand in a bag before and then punctured the bag from the outside to see what would happen with their hand? It hasn't happened in any of my campaigns yet. Well, I'm planning on I think it would be a waste of a magic item. Well, depends on whose hand it. you're chopping off or head. Head. That's true. Um, That's true. Um, well, because like item number two. Oh, go ahead. Um, oh, and then also when in in D and D, is it understood that when things are going into other planes, that there is another plane that might be accessible to somebody with the right portal? That stuff could be found. Yeah. Yeah, but the the mad, the bag of holding is not necessarily another plane. It's extra dimensional space, so it's like you know a TARDIS. It's just bigger on the inside. Okay, all right. That's number one. Bag of holding. Okay, number Magic two is a shield of missile attraction, which does exactly what it sounds like. Any sort of flying object that passes within a certain distance of it, I think uh, fifteen feet will be redirected towards the wielder of this magic item. So if you are a person, uh, if you are a barbarian standing in front of your party and someone's trying to shoot the people behind you, those missiles will at some point have to pass fairly close to you and you will be the redirected target. Um, this counts for normal and magical missiles, like, you know, uh, a, uh, a flame Fire arrow or, or something fired at you, a fire, um, like an actual enchanted missile or the magic missile spell. So something like a firebolt spell is not quite a magic missile. It's a, oh, okay. a separate thing altogether. But uh, regular arrows, enchanted arrows, and the magic missile spell. Maybe a few other things that are here. Like there's a spell called flame arrow that enchants normal arrows. Those would be affected. So there's some gray zone here. Isn't this um, builder. Is this like a... Well, I guess, I don't know. It could be useful, but it could also be really bad. Because once they shoot one time, they're going to notice that the arrows are going at you. So if they just fire at you, they just always get advantage. Yeah, so the, the second part of the shield is that the any attacks made at the holder of the shield are made at advantage, right? Right. Mm -hmm. um, which might be problematic. If you're, like, walking up against an army of 50 archers, and all of a sudden they start targeting you instead of the people behind you... Like, that might be problematic, but I think this is the sort of item you equip on your tank so that they can shield the squishies behind you. And it's in the situation where you would rather have them firing at you than firing at the people behind you. Um, so this is a, a strong defensive item to protect your backline wizards and clerics and druids who might otherwise just get wrecked right off the bat. Does the, um, the, does the, shield, does the shield need to be held by somebody to be working? Yeah, it needs to be equipped by a person. Okay. Um, okay, and then the next item? Item number three is a scroll of fire protection. All allies within 30 feet of the caster gain resistance to magical and non-magical fires, giving them advantage on saving throws versus fire sources. Uh, and this will last 10 minutes. So, is this a one-time use? Yeah, so this is like, we're about to walk into a place where we know people are going to be using fire spells, we're going to cast our scroll of protection from fire and we're going to like sort of almost entirely negate the incoming fire stuff. Um, and the last item is dust of disappearance. 
you can sprinkle it on a person or an object and cause it to turn invisible. The duration is like 2d10 times 10 minutes, unless you're taking your time to like carefully sprinkle it on something like out of combat time, uh, in which case it is 10d10 plus 10 times 10 minutes. And it has 10 uses. So this is 10 invisibility spells uh, or 10 really long invisibility spells if you take your time to do it right, which can be used uh, as a single action. What do you think, Lily? I like the bag of holding. It sounds the most useful. It does. Maybe he will let us take half the gold and just the bag of holding. Because the other items seem lackluster to me, Nevitz. <clears throat> well, actually, I mean, I'd like to ask two questions if I could. Um, the first is question this a is, joke? The first question is stupid. I already know this is stupid. <clears throat> For commoners with no estate to hold this gold, would you keep this? What do you mean? Well, I mean, we clearly can't walk the streets with... Is it 50 bar? When you say bullion, does that mean the bars? Bars of gold. Bars of gold, yeah. 50,000, is that like 500 bullion or 50 bullion? Or how many bars is that? Uh, divided by 50 to the pound. So it's 1,000 pounds of gold. How much is a gold bar? Standard bar of gold weighs 12.4 kilograms. It's not a useful piece of... It's like 27 pounds real... or some shit? Yeah, like 27 pounds. We'll, we'll just round it out to 25 for ease of use. So, um, 1,000 divided by 25 is going to be 40 bars of gold. Welcome to Two Brothers Bank. <laughs> what, um... I don't suppose that I don't you guys you'll have, have some... trouble holding this, of course. You have a noble woman here who must have an estate somewhere, and as I understand it, there is a shop front that you, Voa owns. Hmm. Okay, and then a secondary question. You seem to be a noble that is quite well connected. Would you happen to know any families that have access to either mithril mines or mithril armor? It's possible that we'd Forest be interested shields. in purchasing that. <clears throat> I do know of some people who have mithril armor, but those are prized family heirlooms. I doubt anyone would be willing to part with it for money. It'd be something they could easily sell at any time that they wanted. Uh, the only mithril mine known to exist is in Mistria, which is uh, the country we're at war with. Although, I am empowered to offer you another job which will help us with the war in Mistria. And while no one can make guarantees about the future, should we win the war, we would be happy to reward those that brought us there. And if Mithril is what you seek, Mistria is the home of most of the Mithril in the world. And if we win, we can find a way to get some of it in your hands. Hmm... I should say when we win. Um. Anybody? Uh. Anybody want to chime in here? Well, hold on. 
Um, maybe, um, <clears throat> so we weren't aware of the items offered to us uh, prior to showing up here, as I'm sure you're aware. If we could have a moment to discuss between ourselves what we think would be most appropriate for us. Of course. Please take your time. Thank and you. And he and his bodyguard will step out of the room, leaving you guys between yourselves. Nevitz. Lenny. I I don't know what we would do with the gold. We can't carry it around. Um, I think we're being forced to take the items. <laughs> I um, think it's easier to get... I mean, it's harder to get cool items than gold, so... We could trade yeah. these as well. Well, so if we were to trade any of these items, the only two we could trade would be the shield and the bag of holding. Correct. Nobody's probably going to trade for the fire scroll. Maybe, um, maybe the dust of disappearance is possible. The family could want the dust of disappearance. Maybe. Sure, but the f I doubt they would have magical items in store to trade us for. No. Maybe not the family in general, but maybe one of the people in the family. But I hmm. digress. Also, um, with fifty thousand gold. Do you not think it's possible that we could find any type of enchanter that would be willing to enchant items for us or anything with that the much The enchanter money? would want us to go and fetch a magical item or um, a very rare resource for them to do it. They're not going to just take the gold. Any enchanter of that salt has enough money. Hmm. You seem to be quite knowledgeable about this, Lenny. Okay. My brother told me. Oh, okay. Um... I mean, it seems as though the money is so much more useful to us than this these particular items, but I can't think of what we would Wait. do. <laughs> I can't believe rolled his eyes. Is it like the uh, money or all the items? Yes. Or money? Yeah. We can't but... do like one item and like some of the money? Nope. No, he's a little bitch. Why? <laughs> not not boo, but the person. What if we take a, like, a bit of a less cut of the money? Like half the money in one item. That'd be pretty yeah. good. Well, that's it? what I tried for, yeah. I think... I don't know, Nevitz. I We can't carry the money around. It tastes so heavy. Well, I Just... mean, these are bars of gold that he's talking about. Um, 25 pounds time, times... How many bars was it? It's 40 bars. 40 bars and they're... I think he said it was a thousand pounds of gold. I could be wrong. Oh, I a thousand think... pounds of gold. We've lugged around more shit than... How much can you hold right now? I, not that. Thanks. That was very informative. Give me an actual fucking answer, Moot. Right now, maybe I can hold at max 75. Oh. <laughs> I thought you could hold like 500 pounds. What happened? No, I can hold like 120 pounds comfortably. Why do we want this much money? The thing Are is, is that like... a way to spend it? Yeah, I mean like bribes and stuff. So like we basically solved... Our entire last mission was solved essentially with money. Kind of, right? We paid 500 gold to that lady, which... This money. What? How are we going to... Like, I'm just thinking, like, how are we going to hold this money? How are we going to transfer it? How are we going to... Well, we we're in the money. capital, so... <laughs> time to go buy some more gems. Nevitz, yeah, we have a lot of money currently still. Um, well, what equivalent in, in gold do we have right now? Probably only several thousand, no? Maybe 8,000 gold? 
We have 21 fine jewelry, which is... 21 times 750? Uh, hold on, let me check the party sheet. It's 14,700 plus um, 1,050. 5,000 silver, so 50... You're 500 gold per, so 21 times 500, right? 21 times 500, so we have 11,000... Or 10,500 gold? 10,500, yeah. And we could have 60,500 gold. Nevit, I sadly think we should take the items and we can trade them. Maybe we could go find a noble family and maybe they'll want the sword or the... Well, not sword. We didn't get the god sword. But we got uh, a shield. Maybe one of them will want it to put on their wall. Maybe we could get more money that way. Not many people sell magical items. Maybe we could get a fair amount of gold. Hmm. What do you think, Toki? I agree with Lenny. I don't see how we can physically have that much money. I feel like it's more pain than it's worth, I guess. Yes. What about you, Def? Um, well, I'll do whatever you want, Nevitz. Hey, <laughs> then. Very. Very smart words, Daph. Um, well, as the leader of Vo. Well, as the leader of Vo, wouldn't you want a bunch of money, a bunch of capital? Um, yeah, you know, you're right, Nevitz. I think we should take the money, guys. Nevitz, you're on Daph's side. It's the wrong side of history. Oh, man. Um, we do have a lot of money. Take the items. We can sell the money later. Or sell the items later if we need. I agree. I think that might be... That might be the thing. I'll whisper. To I'll whisper to the party. Or we could kill him and take both. Lenny. No, it's not happening. We're not killing anyone. We're not killing anyone in here today, Lenny. For real this time. I've heard that before. Yeah, well... Um... The, the scroll of fire protection, what is the use time on that? Is that like an action instant use, or is it a 10-minute read? One or, action. And anybody can use it? Yep. Do you need to be literate to use it, or? <laughs> like yes. Like Lenny? Okay, so no. Lenny would be able to You gotta be able to, to read it. the words on the page. Okay. And then how easily is this destroyed? If the scroll gets wet, is it destroyed, or? No, it's on a protected form of vellum, so it will resist water. It will not resist fire in and of itself, which is sort of ironic. Nevit, what? why don't we haggle up? Tell them that we don't think the magic items are worth it. Maybe we can, maybe we can swap one out. Maybe he'll have another well, or something. Since this guy is working as a representative of the queen, I have a feeling that he's probably not in a position to swap out items. But I guess we can ask, but... Otherwise, and we'll take his next his next uh, quest if he maybe works with us on the items or something. <clears throat> well, what what kind of item would we want in place of one? So I think the least I think we can agree the least useful is either the dust, the shield, or the shield maybe. The shield by far. <laughs> yeah. We can't even negotiate like not even half the gold, but like one third of the gold. You know, if we negotiate that item. much gold, it's hard to carry around still. Well, no, we could trade mm. it for gems. We're in the capital. We could do it. A third of the gold, I think we could. We could trade for any like amount of gold. one item and like a third of the gold, maybe? I don't know. Um, I mean, we could ask him. If we wanted one item, we agree the bag of holding is probably the most important item. What item would we want if... 
uh, we got rid of the shield. Maybe, uh, I don't know, a flaming sword. <laughs> a flaming sword? I don't think I've ever seen one of those before, Lenny. I've heard of them. They're tremendous, wondrous weapons. Um, we'd probably that... want some form of armor, actually, right? To keep us safer. It seems that... Maybe a better shield. Maybe, perhaps. But, um, okay. Yeah, I guess we're probably... We're going to take the items... If we're not able to trade any of the items, we just take all four. Otherwise, we'll ask if we can swap out one or maybe do one item and some gold. But I have a feeling we're probably pretty firm on the offer. Is that okay? Yeah, tell him that we're willing to accept his next offer if he works with us. Sure. Okay. Um, Daft, do you want to call him back into the room? Why do I have to do it? I mean, yes. Leader, of course I will. Um, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll do it, I guess, but... Guys, if this role playing's too cringe, you can tell me to stop anytime. Lily, you're never cringe, it, okay? Except for when we play League together. Go. Never play League together. I'm just kidding. Go. I know that's because you don't want to play with me anyway. It's okay. Go. No, that's not true. Lily! Daff! Daff! Get yourself together, man. Daff, what's wrong? I shake Daff in the shoulders. Uh, what? <laughs> I call the guy back in. Alright. You! <laughs> Dear Lily, you're doing a great job! Lord McGarry comes back in, his bodyguard quickly behind him. Give him a wave. Have you come to some sort of agreement or understanding? Um, I believe so. We just had two questions. Um, not to be rude or ungrateful, we're just thinking of the items that would uh, most assist us in any future missions. Um, I suppose there's no chance of taking even a, a paltry sum of gold and a single item instead of taking all four items. Or perhaps a different sort of shield. Did you have something in mind? Another shield, I think, would be of utmost importance. It seems um, this one would get me hit a lot more. And I know it's a hard thing to ask, but... It's a shield for a brave man who's willing to protect his allies. But if that's not you, I understand. It's not. Unfortunately, I don't have a plethora of magical shields lying around to hand out willy-nilly. No did other. You, no did other you types of magical item that was more interesting for you <clears throat> that you wished? No other types armor. of magical armor, I assume. I am making the offer of what we have. There's a. Unfortunately, no store in the back. Okay. All right, I understand. Um, you mentioned splitting the two? Um, well, Paltry perhaps... amount of gold and one item? Which one item did you want? I think that if we could have any one item, it would probably be the bag of holding. And... Maybe half the gold? Nevitz, I think that the... I think the dust could be very Done. useful. Well, Lenny does say the dust is useful. The dust, my good lord, is very useful. Um, maybe that and the, the bag of holding. It, you also want us to go on another mission, right? We may need Oh, that. yeah, actually, perhaps we should hear about your next mission first. <laughs> um, Lenny is just having a cough. It's a very old house, and apparently this guy doesn't have any housekeepers because the dust is just unbelievable. <clears throat> yes. 
Um, yeah, you said you were uh, you said you were authorized to offer us another mission. Um, perhaps you could make a more informed decision. Um, should you tell us what that mission is as well? The war with Mystria could be going a little better. When it started, it was both of our independent nations fighting over the remaining wealth to be found in the ruins of Eridon. We sent a large contingent of our finest soldiers, those that had already been trained, the standing armies that did exist in small quantities, to Eridon to uh, drive out the Mysterians and take the whole of the loot for ourselves. However, our ships sank without any warning, and our soldiers, our finest and bravest, those ready to go, vanished underneath the waves, never to be seen from again. We understand the Mysterians had some part in this, and as they were able to more easily pillage the remains of Eridon, we realized it was our time to take over Arcadia as a whole, to bring it under our heel. And so we launched our raids and our war on the southern slopes of Mystria, which ha went very well. There are many towns over there that we easily rolled over, conquered, and destroyed. And as we pushed deeper into their heartlands, past Half Hill, past uh, Honey Reach, we took the city of Dawngate over here. And as we were attacking Stout End and making our way up the peninsula, Scoria, the Red Dragon, joined the fray. She has never been known to join in warfare before. Mystria has been at war many times since Scoria has come along, and never before has she joined in anything. She's been content until now to sit back and do dragon things and uh, take her share of mystery and plunder. Now that she's joined in, things have shifted. Our forward armies have been burned and smashed. What remains of our forward-most army is in the ruins of Dawngate, hiding, waiting, surrounded by the enemy, slowly starving to death. We have, we still have the men, the materiel, and the financing to win this war if it is just a ground war. The dragon is a large problem. The details of the exact losses have not been made public, and unfortunately things are not as good as we would like. There are many people we've contacted to help us gain an upper hand and you are one of those groups there is a series of uh, missions jobs, tasks that we would find helpful in the war it can be broken down into three categories the first is the one that needs to be doing the soonest these are a series of sabotage missions at Stout End and Evermond, there are bodies of water, rivers, that block the passage south. Each of these has a bridge. These bridges, if destroyed, would significantly slow any enemy advance southward. Additionally, 
Stout End is home to large supplies of grains, provisions, weapons and armor, and horses. These supplies can be destroyed, tainted, ruined, or made difficult to use. That will slow any enemy action. And lastly, in an attempt to delay any incoming attacks until we can get ourselves sorted out well enough, we would like to slip a certain amount of disinformation to them. I can give you the disinformation when the time comes. That is our first set of missions, if you so desire to do them. These will be the least dangerous of them all, even though you will be in the enemy territory, surrounded by them, with them looking for spies. The second mission is to understand the relationship between Scoria the Red and King Gilder, ruler of Mystria. As I said before, Scoria has never joined in on any war front, but she has now. We suspect that there is some sort of cooperation happening between her and the kingdom itself. And we need to know what that is. So are they coordinating or are they acting independently? How is it that they coordinate? How often do they meet to discuss strategy? Is there an exploitable weakness in their communications? or an exploitable rift in their personalities that we could use to our advantage. This information gathering quest is uh, hard to frame, ephemeral in nature. It's more about understanding a situation than it is achieving an end. But it would be extremely useful to know how these people think and work so we can plan our strategy. The last and most difficult of these missions has to do with Scoria directly herself. We know her lair is on the utmost peak of the drag of the Stony Ridge, an area known as Dragon Peak, uh, understandably. But we also know there are other entrances. Her servants come to see her without climbing to the top of this mountain. We need to know where the other entrances are. The exact locations of them. How many there might be. Are there guards? Who are they? What types of guards? Are they monsters or men? Are they spellcasters or thugs? Are there traps? Obstacles? If we were to launch a mission into her lair, we would need detailed information on how to get there and what our men should expect along the way. The expectation is this would be a dangerous task. There would be many enemies in the way. And as a scouting mission, we would not need you to slay them, but they would certainly be standing in your path. I would expect it to be protected and defended with ruthlessness. So these what? are the tasks before us that we have passed on to others. Some will succeed, some will fail. And we would like you to undertake as well. As you said yourself, you don't have a magic item factory in the backyard. So what would you be offering us? In reward for the completion of this mission, I think is what Lenny of is Of missions, asking. yes. 
well, aside from the desire of, for you to end up on the right side of this, wouldn't you rather be siding with the victors rather than the defeated? What could you possibly want? What would inspire men and noble ladies such as yourselves to risk your lives for the sake of queen and country? Is there anything that we could offer that would motivate you thusly? How about royal title, Nevitz? Nobility? I don't think one can simply be made a noble, no? Of course, one can simply be made a noble. If lands and titles and honors are what you want, we can see that those can be acquired. Writs of passage have been made up for commoners before in times of great trouble. And I'm sure those could be done. But of course, so, this is a matter of detail. Which missions can you complete? Can they be done well in a timely order? What kind of um, nature? What 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 yeah. access do we have to your resources? I mean, this is in a way a state-sanctioned mission. Um, you wanted bridges to the south of? Did you say Evermond and Stoutend? You wanted yes. bridges destroyed. Do you have, do we have, ex can explosions happen? Is that a thing? Do, is there any type of gunpowder in this world? There's there is no gunpowder. How do they like dig into mines um, and stuff? Just the old fashioned way? The old fashioned way. Picks and axes and shovels. Uh, can you see this bridge that it has shown up? I sure can. Uh, he will pull out a rendition of a bridge and say the bridges are wooden. They're built like this, except repeating on and on. And what the one near Evermint is much larger than the one near Stout End. What assurances do you have that they the... won't simply rebuild the bridge once it's destroyed? They will. But it will take a long time to rebuild the bridge. We are buying ourselves time, and we are wasting their tools and resources and degrading their morale with these sabotage missions. None of them will win the war in and of itself, but they will delay and hamper and slow and frustrate the enemy and to the north or i'm sorry in stoutend you said that they have a supply of weapons you'd want these weakened somehow do you guys possess any type of acid or any type of metal weakening poisons or anything or maybe something to make a weapon brittle i don't know Not enough of any of these things to impact a whole armory. The armory is a difficult thing to damage. Surely, if it is contained within a wooden structure, it could be burned down, which would damage wet swords and armor. Uh, handles would be removed. Arrows would become useless. Spears would have to be recrafted. At least the, the halves would be. Armor might be... Um, the ropes and strings and leathers used to bind armor together would be ruined. Excuse me, my lord. Could be repaired. For the uh, bridges, could we not use gnomish fire? I imagine any type like of fire to go we could to use. Gnome, the island of Gnome, and try to we... extract their fire from them, it might serve. However, I would sooner die then set foot on that island. Is it a dangerous journey to get to Nome? <laughs> no. But you may lose your sanity. You said that you have soldiers right now that are trapped in Dawngate. How many soldiers? 
of the initial 10,000 that set out, there is an unknown number remaining in Dawngate. They may all be dead by now, but I suspect that they are hiding within the city walls. Our wizards have shown that the city is still surrounded, but we have not been able to locate uh, or get an exact count of the number of people that remain. And what is the general morale of the enemy? So our morale, you said, is still quite high because nobody knows how dire the situation is yet. Is the enemy's morale still high as well? or These are a sad people. They've been living under the darkest and most evil of dragons for generation upon generation. I don't know if morale is even an applicable term for them. If they do not fight, they will die. They are desperate people who have no hope at victory. And victory means being consumed still by a red dragon. And no I do alliance, not know what drives the men on the ground, but... No alliance of any kind can be secured with these people to fight against the dragon together? Well, that brings mission number three up. What is the relationship like between the kingdom of Mystria and Scoria the Red? We don't know if there is wiggle room here. Hmm. Perhaps they are working together with some grand plan. Perhaps uh, the Red Dragon has enchanted the king to work on their behalf. Perhaps the king has some sort of mind control over the dragon and is using it to their behalf. We don't know. But we would like to find out. Um, okay. So, looking in on the smaller mission first. Um, can I run an idea by you and you tell me what if the conditions on the ground sound right for it? I assume that if we could get any living soldiers out of Dawngate, that would be preferable, yes? He shrugs. At this moment, they are considered a total loss. If, is the path secure from Dawngate? Should they break out of the barricade or the blockade from that city? Could they return back to the lands of Drekus? Over the Laconish Highlands, surrounded by their enemies on low supplies, and with a dragon? I, I think it's an impossible task. I think those people are just lost and will die slowly. So in Stoutend, you said there's a bridge to the south of Stoutend correct? That you want mm -hmm. destroyed. So Over Smoothson Creek, yes. <clears throat> assuming it were possible, if we had the means to get messages in and out of Dawngate, perhaps if we roused the soldiers inside Dawngate to make a final break, perhaps it would muster troops from Stoutend to reinforce the Dawngate barricade? If troops were to leave the city of Stoutend to the south and we were to destroy the bridge behind them, is it possible with the, with the right amount of disinformation or propaganda we could encourage the citizens of Stoutend to break into the armory and take over the city? If we overthrow the city using the citizens of Stoutend, we secure all of the goods from the armory, the, ar the uh, army itself will be cut off after we destroy the bridge, frustrating the troops, then it's possible that we can take the citizens of Stoutend and fight to the north with the soldiers in Dawngate, perhaps break them out and bring them back to Drekus? How would you get the citizens of Stoutend to join you on a suicide mission? Well, if morale is as low as you say it is, I'm sure that you know as well as anybody else that there are all sorts of little groups that pop up to take advantage of these types of situations. I'm sure there is. there must be some type of 
not a resistance, but some type of um, disenfranchised undergroup that exists in Stoughton that might be brought over to our cause. They feel like there's salvation at the end. I'm sure they feel hopeless as it stands now, especially seeing a dragon flying over their city every day doing God knows what. I will leave the specifics of your tasks to you. I would not presume to tell you how and what to do at the same time. Mm -hmm. But I think rallying the people of Mistria to rebel against the kingdom and the dragon is a hopeless long shot. Hmm. Okay. Remember, these people have been under the heel of the dragon for generations. I don't think there's any heart left to fight back. Gotcha. I understand. But if you can do it, then, then please. We will take any advantage we can get. Do you have a, um, um, a, wi a wizard can scry into a place if they just know where it is, like a general place, right? Maybe not a specific mm -hmm. person, but they, okay, okay, never mind. Um, <clears throat> okay, well, I guess, um, to, to summarize then, bridges to the south of Evermond and Stoutend, you wish destroyed. An armory in Stoutend, you wish sabotaged. Um, a relationship between Scoria and the Kingdom of Mistria, um, you want us to shed light upon. And then to discover some sort of alternative passage into the lair of Scoria is also something that you wish. Um, from easiest to most difficult, these are the tasks before us, yes? Yes, the supply depots at Stoutend, the bridges at Honeyreach and I'm sorry, the bridges at Stout End and Evermond, mm -hmm. the disinformation to the enemy generals, the relationship between Scoria and King Gilder, and Scoria's lair. Those are the five tasks before us. Okay. Now, I don't presume that you would set out, complete all of them, and come back. These are difficult times. Some of these may be impossible. I don't know how one would determine the relationship between Scoria and King Gilder without being in their presence when they discuss such things. And there's no way one could be in their presence and still live. I don't suppose that it's possible from any of the fights with Scoria that maybe she would have shed a scale or a tooth or something in battle that anybody would have as a prized possession somewhere, maybe hidden away in the locker of some soldier or... A general holding on to something, maybe for analysis, for a list of weapons. possible. None of our people have it, to my knowing. Mm -hmm. We have looked for such things, but uh, have not been able to find any. It's quite possible that Mysterians would have them. She spends far more time in their area, and she tends to win battles. So any scales left behind, their troops would be there to pick up instead of ours. Hmm. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, could you go over the five things again? We've got bridges, armory, relationship between Scoria and King Gilda, and then the lair um, entrance. What was the fifth thing? What am I missing? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Three, four, five. Um, so we've got these sabotage missions I've put in the Discord. Yep. Bridges, supply depots, and misinformation. Oh, the misinformation uh, thing. Got, yeah. Then we have relationship between King Gilder and Scoria. Mm -hmm. Try and format these a little bit nicer. 
and then Scoria's Lair. Okay. All right. Okay. Sounds good. Um, I guess in retrospect, I'm sure we could find a good use for all the items uh, that you've offered us today. So um, I think we'll accept the four magical items if that's if that's okay in exchange for our prior work. You mentioned that we have a um, a pardon. How effective is this pardon again? For what crimes? Should you find yourself in trouble with the law, we will get you out one time. As Even long if we as killed we a noble person or anything. I suppose it depends on the noble. <laughs> if you were to murder the queen, High treason would probably not be tolerated. What about just murder? Just hypothetical questions. We're not going to kill anyone. The exact circumstances when it comes to nobility will be the overriding factor. Okay, we understand. And this is a yep. verbal thing that we would need to find either you or the queen in order to, in order to, I guess, execute on. Yes. Okay. And if you're in trouble, I'm sure dropping my name would at least provoke a response from whoever is uh, your captor. Mm -hmm. And if they get in touch with me, I shall see to the other details. Okay. I understand. Okay. Um, yeah, I believe uh, we have no further questions. Um, unless you have anything else you'd like to share with us, we're probably good to go. Okay. He presents you with the items. The Dust of Disappearance is in a small blue bag. Mm -hmm. The shield is a small shield um, that you can just wield in one hand. It's a the bag less. is like a big sack. Uh, no, it's a regular shield weight. And uh, the scroll is a rolled up piece of vellum with a red ribbon around it, sealed with wax. For this bag, as I point to the bag of holding, is it possible that you could maybe give us a lead box or sell us um, something like that? Because we all know if it gets pierced that everything inside will be rendered gone. So if we have a lead box around it, it would be immeasurably more difficult to mess with. I could get a box for you. Why lead? Does it need to be lead? Uh, strongest material I can think of. Is lead really that strong? Inefficient weight. Uh, we can get you a, a hardwood box bounded with iron. That sounds good. Sure. I thought lead was relatively soft, but yeah. Okay. It's soft and heavy. Yeah. What are they going to do? Fucking stab it and it's going to go through? Well, if it's lead and it gets hit with a steel weapon, an alloy weapon, Moot, it's yeah, probably going to get destroyed. Gonna go through, it could, yeah, because lead is weak as fuck. Go weak as fuck. Really? Detect magic can't go through lead. Man. Yeah, that's, that's but Lenny just brought it up because Lenny's literally five intelligence. It's the only fucking metal he could think of. <laughs> Um, yeah, but that box w would would indeed be great if you could. Um, okay, who's adding what to what? D can I hold the bag of Give holding? It. Does anybody object? You're not going to be able to 
Uh, it weighs 15 pounds, and then you can put all your other shit in it. Yeah, that's fine. You can take and a lot of my shit then, too. It's a magic item, so it's actually quite durable. It's made out of a uh, silk. Let me get my notes. When you say quite, all we're worried about is like, I don't want like, oh, the archer shot an arrow. Your back was turned. We're going to roll a 1d10. If it's five or lower, your bag is broken and you have to kill yourself. No, or no, some no. Horrible. This is going to be more like someone would have to intentionally do it. Or you're like, oh, I'm just going to sheathe my sword in my bag. You know, it'll, it'll have the same destructibility as your other equipment, except if it's ever in danger, it'll get a better saving throw because it's a magic item. So it'll generally be less destroyable than your other shit. And okay. as we've seen, most of your shit hasn't been destroyed yet. You can yet. Sound, equip it. I don't need a box then. I just need the bag. Take the bag of holding and let me start handing you shit. I'll just DM you what I'm giving Sure. Um, okay, so I'm going to add a bag of holding to my sheet. And you said it's how many pounds? 15. Weighs 15 pounds. What is the organization like inside of a bag of holding? Like, you simply reach your hand in and think about what you want to pull out, and you will find it. It, uh, you know, floats to the top, so to speak. Oh, sick. Okay. Does this, does that count as a free object interaction? Or, yeah, it's just retrieving something from your bag. Reach in, and no matter what order you put it in, it'll be whatever you need on the top. Okay, understood. That's hot. Shut up. All right, up. I sent you a bunch of things. Can you take all that? Are you serious right now, Moot? Yeah. Um. We'll do that during the break, I guess. Are we at break? Sure. Can we get XP? Oh! It was yeah, a we can get XP. Chapter ending, a book ending, a book novel ending. ending, a series ending, a season ending quest, I believe. Yep, and it's split between three. <laughs> no, we'll split it four ways. We'll do four ways. All right. Well, why don't we take a break, and I'll tally XP during the break, and when we come back, we'll give it out, and we'll move on. Move on. Move. Um, We're going to Gnome, Steven. Do you, wait, um, we're not going to gnomes. Are you able yeah, to give us an estimation? It would be far more painful for you than it would be for me. <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll go on break. We okay. have to. Wait, hold on. We'll be back. All right, we'll be back. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Dice and Men. Okay. Let's dole out some experience. What did we agree on at the end? Uh, 1850? Uh, 19,000? 19, oh, yeah. 1850-1850. Which will bring everyone to 14,000 experience, which will level everybody in the party. Feels Actually. good, man. Yeah, well done. Congratulations. Let's um, do some HP rolls and stuff. Um, so let's start with Nevitz, because I think you've got your stuff figured out the most. What are you doing with your level? I think I'm going to do one level into fighter. Hmm. So I think you said okay. I'm rolling. I think I roll 1d10. Plus your con mod. Which is, is nothing. Zero. So. Garbo. Wait, do we have the option to take the average? No. If you want to take six, you can take six. <laughs> I'm not going to take six, Koibu. I'm going to roll, roll some boss bitch HP. Are you ready? One eight? Yeah. An eight is coming up, Moot. Are you ready? Are you watching this? Yeah. Are you watching this? One. Here it comes, boy. God damn it. Oh my god. It's fine. It's real so, fine. Fuck you. Fuck this all right, campaign. Mutant. You're also taking a level in fighter? Yeah, I'm gonna go fighter. There's the HP Koibu. Oh! Loser. You're such a clown. I'm glad you have that shield now. I hope you get fucking killed with it. 61 HP. Oh shit. 
And you can uh, rage and take half damage from all sources except for Psychic, right? Correct. Yeah. Glad you remember yeah. the Psychic. Because I'll be back here fucking uh -huh. with your mind. That's good to know for our PvP session that's coming up. Oh, I'm also going to take the defensive fighting style, uh, raising my AC by one. Tell us about defensive fighting style. How does it work? It's a fighting style, and it raises your... While wearing while you're wearing armor, you gain plus one to AC. Are you wearing armor? Correct. I'm wearing half plate. Well then, problem solved. AC goes up by one. And uh, that brings you to 19 AC. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, and this on your character sheet where it says magic shield, that's a shield of missile attraction. Yeah, I'll change the name. Okay, cool. Just for funsies. And Toki, you are leveling up in Druid? Yeah, just Druid. Why don't you roll us a D8 plus one for your hit points? I believe in you. While I add, um, can you add the defensive fighting style to my sheet, Koibu? Oh my god, Lily, what the fuck? Terrible. You don't even have to add it, Steven, just... Well, no, add because if I base. type it in, it fucks, like, calculations later. So it'd be nice. I know there's got to be a way on the back end to add, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, there's a funky going. way. I think roll 20 is broken. Uh, the Devon argument. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Moot. Mm. If you can add that to mine as well. Um, yeah, I'm but just I trying to figure out it. how to do this again. I went into the little cog area. I don't see anything yet. There's an armor class tracking option, which gets a little fucky. Um, skills. Class options. Magic caster die. How does this work? Okay. What's up? I don't know. What I did, well, it's... What did you do, Mooten? Tell us. Uh, at the top right where it says experience points, I clicked the little battle axe thing. I went to the multi-class, I added one to fighter, put in the HP mm -hmm. that I rolled, clicked next, and then it lets you like choose um, what fighting style you want. But it's going to revert your AC to 14, which is just the base, because I guess I don't have the correct half plate implemented in, but oh, no, I know because... what the half plate oh. does, yeah. Mm. Cringe, Mutant. Okay, so your AC should be... Let's get these details sorted out. So half plate will give you 15, plus one for your dex will give you 16, plus two for your shield brings you to 18, plus one for your fighting style brings you to 19. 19. Yeah? Okay. For me, yes. <clears throat> I see you found the global AC modifier field. Wonderful. I guess that's how we'll do it on Nevitz too. Cool. 
global AC modifier. Yeah, 20 AC, boys. Um, <laughs> Favorite 21. No, I'm at 20. <laughs> I was at 17 <laughs> before. Even. Nice. Now I have Not a shield, so that's plus two. Then defensive fighting style puts me plus one, so that gives me 20 AC. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Your stud leather is giving you plus three. Yep. No, stud leather is two AC. Oh, it's two plus, plus five my... for dex is seven, eight, nine for shield, ten for fighting style. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. These things are down. And Toki, you updated your HP. Yeah. Lovely. Lovely. Now, for Lenny and Nevitz, Second one. when we talk about hit dice, um, you now have... Lenny has five barbarian hit die and one, one fighter hit fighting. die. And Nevitz has five rogue hit die and one fighter hit die. So you when it comes to like rolling hit dice to recover HP, you'll get one D10, and then you'll have your five D12s oh, or your five D8s. And so we'll just have to sort of remember that. Be a little bit more careful when we are rolling eight uh, hit dice. Sure. Drew. Okay. Well, you guys can take a long rest here, regain spells, mm -hmm. all that jazz. Toki, you get another spell slot, I believe. Another third level spell, maybe another first level spell. I don't quite remember. Um, but you should have all your spells now. You should also be able to memorize one additional spell, Toki, if you would like to, off of the druid list. And the party can sit and discuss their plans for how to move forward. What, um... Oh, I'm sorry. Can you... You did a thing in the other campaign where I could go log in and copy-paste it. You had second wind added to my sheet, so I could just click it. Can you do that? Oh, yeah. I can bring that in. All you gotta do is roll 1d10 plus 1. I don't want to type in anything manually, okay? Because that's for cucks. Well, I'm a manual typer. Am I a cuck? Yeah, you are. S something wrong with that? Roll for cuck right now. 1d20. If you get less than 10, you're a cuck. I'll even give you non-cuck at 10. <laughs> <laughs> the dice don't lie, Mooten. All right, you rolled as well. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, brother. <laughs> Two cuckers. <laughs> Listen. CIA, NSA, FBI, VOA, okay? We need to foment uh, mistrust in the Stadion citizenry and get them to rise up and steal all the weapons from the armory and fight <clears throat> back against the city. All right, can, okay. I need you to hear me out. What? I don't ask for things. We're not going to the gnomes, if that's what you're asking. It's not <laughs> happening. So what did you want to ask? I want the gnomish fire. It'd be really good for blowing up We have fire. We've got fireful with people. Who? With who? Lily. With who? Name. Lily, can you cast fire? No. Well, she's okay. about to mm. learn it. No. Mm. No, she can't. I'm looking up spells. We, it will be in and out of gnome. It'll be like two it's minutes. It's not. It's gonna be a thing. It's gonna, it's gonna be an in and out. We'll stock up on the fire, and then we'll have it. It's two d six fire damage. 
2d6. Imagine Daff could be more useful by throwing that. What uh? What do you mean? We can't... Where do we even go again? Gnome. Is that a place? Is that the a nickname? Yes, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's an island. The it's island is just right called away. Gnome. Yes. It's an acronym. It's the Gnomish Nation of Mighty Engineers. Mighty See? Engineers. Engineers. Where is it? Show me. It's not on this map. It's a little bit away. Oh, wait. Is that it? Wait, I'm sorry. Ping it again? Is I think it he that? pinged it. This one. The one with the names that are very, very specific, like North Hill, Little Island, Small Little Island, Eastern Island, Western Island, Small Western Island, Forbidden Plains. Oh, I want to go. I don't ask for much, Steve. This is just the one time. Listen, we need supplies to burn shit down, I guess. If that's the best we can do, then fuck it. Maybe. That's what the fuck I'm talking but about, But first, we're going to go talk to Cabot first, okay? Because he's our bro. Uh, wait. Wait, what? hold on. What? We'll go to Gnome first. No. And then we'll... we'll no, no, no. You got to listen. Because we, we got to go to Bon May. So we'll go to Gnome. Then we'll come back and go to Cabot because it's 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 quicker. We're going to go to Cabot first. It's more direct. Because no, one, because Cab Cabot we're gonna... might be interested in seeing the Gnomish fire. One, for, he's a goddamn level 99 fucking wizard. What does he care about shitty Gnomish fire? 2d6, he probably shits that out in his sleep, okay? All right, let's roll a 1d2. Wait, no, this isn't like... Put a, it on the line. The, you're, on there's the line. literally no reason to Are go to the Gnome place first. No, there's just no scared? reason to go to the Gnome place first. Okay, roll 1d100. I just want to see who has the higher number. It's going to be me because... No, okay, 50? perfectly average. Are you serious? Look at how weak you are. All right, we'll go to Cabot's. No, that's not even why we're going. If we're works, going because yeah. it makes more sense to go there first, okay? What? What about Zaz's secret area? What, fuck that shit. We're not doing that. We got enough money and uh, whatever. Wait, are we ready to go? Is Corby just waiting on us? Uh, no, I'm trying to sort out your shit. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Okay, so we're going to Cabot, and then we're going to Gnome. Yeah, Sorry. sure. Maybe. We'll ask Cabot if he knows about... Okay, Cabot, three things from Cabot, okay? One selfish thing, okay? I am going to ask him if he can scry an amulet of health, okay? If he knows anything about where one might be, okay? That's the first... Wait, why do we need that? Because I need... I have... Wait, oh, Koibu just want... fucked my shit up really hard. Yeah, I'm trying to fix your character, <laughs> but the whole character mancer is a, a wonky, crazy wonky mess of shit. Okay, I'm not going to say anything. So you want health. Got it. Yeah, well, I, my 10 HP max just got added to my sheet somehow. I don't know if that was... Yeah, I'm not really sure exactly how that got there. It's fine. Fuck. Okay, yeah. I have literally 26 HP, okay? And I'm supposed to be like a quasi-frontline fighter. So Amulet of Health would be nice to ask for him. Secondly, we should find out what's going on with this portal stuff. Maybe he needs us to grab some shit for him. Maybe whatever. From Gnome. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. And then third... Um, we can ask him if he knows anything about some fire stuff. Actually, we're I'm going to write this down, okay? Number one, Amulet of Health. I want it, okay? Number two, we're going to ask him um, about portal adventures. Number three, we're going to ask him about good fire for burning bridges, okay? Number four, we're going to ask him to scry on Dawngate. To we see don't what's... care about Dawngate. Why do you care about that? Because there are soldiers there, Moot. They're going to die. Koibu literally doesn't give a fuck about that. Nor should you. Wait a second. Oh, my God. Hold on, Koibu. I got some Twitch chatters coming in with some knowledge, maybe. People are saying that mm -hmm. when you multi-class, for the first level, you gain the max HP of the class. Is that true? I have never heard that before. 
<gasps> if that is true, we're gonna fucking ignore that punch of bullshit. What? Oh, that's awesome. It says hurt point, hit, po hit points at first level, 10 plus your con modifier. Oh my god! No, 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 but you are a sixth level character. You are not a first level character. You will not gain the uh, full set of hit points. Now that no would be bullshit. Shut the way. fuck up, Moot. Who's gonna multiclass you know seven times? What? Sort of annoying. You might Me. not even be able to multiclass into fighter. You might have to. You might not read the fighter requisite. He needs him. I'm pretty sure. I meet. I you checked. He just needs dex, I think. Oh, no. You can do dex or strength. I think. Hold on. I'm looking at my... Pretty sure I tried to fuck him on this. But yeah, yeah, I think he asked. I think Mr. Moon already... Okay. It might be dex or strength for a fighter since they, they go either way. Stop calling them bitch chat. Hey. Moot. Do I get another spell you sent me? Yeah, you or... get to memorize one additional spell. And since you're taking a long rest, you can change up any of the spells that you have memorized already. New spell or just like... You just gain one an additional more. spell that you can memorize. Can you get Fireball? So, so I learned something new, right? I'm just... Yeah, well, so you can always change... You've got your list of spells, and yeah. except for your cantrips, you can change them out whenever you level up. Or not whenever, uh... whenever you take a long rest. You can just change them. And so there's like a number that you can memorize, which is your level plus your wisdom modifier. So you're level six. Uh, I think your wisdom modifier is plus three. Sure. Your wisdom modifier is plus four. So you should be able to memorize ten spells. Um, and you can just pick them from the entire druid list. Yeah, you drink that drink. What, Wait, are the questions? what are the things we're asking Kevin more? So oh, I want to see if I can find an amulet of health. We're going to ask him how his portal adventures are going. We're going to ask him what, if he can make potions to burn the bridges. Maybe he can make some dank-ass shit. Um, and then we're going to scry on Dawngate to see what the soldiers are like there. Oh. What do you mean, Maybe oh. we can ask him to make another bag of holding. Then we'll have the weapon. <laughs> okay, he's not going to do that for us. Um, well, I'm going to ask him. Lily, there must be some spell you can take that can blow shit up. Oh, yeah, Potion of when Fire Breathing would actually allow us to fuck shit up, too, right? Yes. Dude, listen, how cool would it be? This It's just the perfect plan, okay? Listen, we get the army out of Stoutend. We make the citizens rise up. We steal all no, the fucking weapons from the armory, okay? It's perfect. How else are we going to get rid of happen. that many weapons? Here's what's going to happen. We're yeah. going to go to Stoutend. Yeah. And we're going to talk to the citizens and be like, rise up, everybody, rise up. We're about to fight. They're going to be like, I don't really want to die. I'm going to go back inside. They're gonna. You have to give a rousing speech. They're gonna die anyway. Okay. They know it. The dragon is oppressive. They aren't been fine for a long time. They have. They're, they're not living. fine. That was literally the question I asked. You said their morale is low. These are a hopeless okay. people. We're gonna give them are a shot alive? at. Yeah, barely. What is a life without your freedom, Mooten? It's not All a life I know worth is living. How hard? Okay, so I kind of moved people out of uh, Mystria, and I had to go and get like a whole fucking town, and okay. that was incredibly fucking difficult. To get a town to move. And that was with people who were already in the town wanting to move them out of danger to another place that was safe. That was with people that they knew and trusted. Yeah. Not some and random with, halfling from an enemy nation. And with people them. literally about to get drafted to the fucking military. Like, they were on draft. I'm sure Mystria has been fucking drafting as well. I'm sure young men of Stoutend have been pulled By out. By drafting, I mean, like, they were taking them at that moment. Like, I'm sure they're pretty close in Stoutend. I'm sure they're close to it. It's not going to happen. You just got to get over it. One thing to consider is how fun this will be to play how fun the victory will be and how fun the failure will be because yeah. if you 
do something that's kind of fun, but if it fails, it just ends up being super shitty and lame, then that can be pretty damaging. Like, if you try and rise up the people of Stoutend and fail, it's basically game over. Because, like, you'll be in the middle of an enemy city and you'll be betrayed and they'll come and kill you and it'll be like, well, you failed this persuasion check. Well, arguably, everything, first of all, whatever plan we do is not going to rest on a single check. We would be foolish to do that. Secondly, anything we fail behind enemy lines looks like it has a decently high chance of leading to our dying. Yeah, but here you're doing active insurrection rather than, like, hiding and blowing something up and running away. You're putting yourself in an extremely vulnerable position where people will know who you are and what your plans are. Thankfully, that's what VOA specializes in. Listen, I've done so much studying on CIA fucking overthrows and shit in fucking Venezuela, in fucking Guatemala, Nicaragua, Iran. I'm ready to do this, Moot. I've got the All historical right, context behind All me. All right, okay? I just want to go to Nome. You can do whatever you okay, want. Okay, well, I've got to have it more first while I was going to Yes, Lily. The drop spells thing isn't working. The drop spells thing? Accepting drop this when I drag it to the spell slot. What? That's dumb. Okay, what are you need trying to drop over? Well, call lightning. That's a good fucking spell. I'm still looking over this. Did not mean to give call lightning Lenny. Does not have that spell. I don't get any spells, apparently. Okay, I have added it. Sorry, if there are others that aren't working, let me know and I will drag and drop. Okay. Alright, we're going to start heading our way to Cabotmore as painlessly sure. as possible. Sure, sure, sure. Um, uh, I think we should probably finish our discussions with Mr. McGarry first. Sure. Oh, I, thought we I think we were done with him, you. but... Um, so you will take on these quests to do these sabotages? I mean, as many to... as we reasonably can compete, complete, yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yes, we will be your saboteurs. Well, good. Uh, the war is moving. When you are ready to disseminate disinformation, do come here on the way out. This is a little. This is one of the things we'd like to play a little closer to the chest, since we'll be giving you um, fake military movement plans. And should they, uh, how do we say, based on what is fake, you can probably figure out what is real. So we would like to keep these as close to the chest as possible. But swing by on your way north, and I'll give them to you. Sounds good. Can you uh, give them to us now, since we're going to go there? Are you headed there now? No, we won't be. We'll come back when we need to pick up the information. It's okay, okay. Lenny. And of course, uh, things may change. If you, it takes six months to get up there, then perhaps the bridges will no longer be important to destroy because their troops will already be here or and whatnot. Time changes all things, so uh, do the best that you can. Mm -hmm. and, um, good luck. Yeah, thank you very much. Lenny goes for a handshake. He will shake your hand. Um, I, can I ask a question about the last quest? I don't know if you're able or willing to tell us mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, Kelpochi sent letters to the priest. One of the letters said like that things had taken a turn for the worse. I remember that from the letter. Was are we allowed to know what that's about, or is that still like relevant and we can't know? Uh, I think that just would require investigation in game because <sighs> you know. Okay. Yeah, okay, idiot. 
you want the spoilers, right? You want the the meta information around things yeah. without having to work for it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I asked you. That's kind of like working for it. That's fair. That's fair. Um, maybe when it's all over, we can we'll spill some spoilers here and there for about about some stuff. Good. I okay. want to shake the old guard's hand too and size him up. The who? The old the guard's bodyguard hand? who's like yeah. lurking in the back. Yeah, I'm gonna shake his hand. Ooh. Ooh, okay. See, he's going, ooh, Steven. Um, so you go to shake his hand. He will extend his right hand to you, but at the same time, he will cross his left hand over his hip and rest it on um, blade of a weapon on his other side of his hip while he shakes your hand. It's fine. He's extremely cautious, um, but he'll shake your hand, and then as you walk away, he'll you know, unhold his weapon. Okay. Time for the party to travel to Solwick and back to Cabot Moor. Mm-hmm. Lenny, did you throw away all of your winter clothes again? We, we all throw did. Away, not throw that shit away. Not just, yeah, we threw that shit away. We'll bite again. <laughs> we'll bite as many times as you want, Koibu. <laughs> Fuck it, homie. <laughs> Go. Uh, so on the road... While we are traveling on the road, I want to check in with some of our player characters here and see how you feel about some of these bigger things going on. Um, we'll start with Toki. Wait. We've been talking a lot. Can you drag these in for me? I can't do it. Oh my yes. God, I put it in Discord. I will absolutely do this for you. Oh my God. Toki's getting the good ass spells. And I memorize tens. Yeah, just uh, put them with the red circles. The ones that you want memorized. Boom. There you go. Toki. <laughs> so, Toki, we've been talking sort of about international war and politics uh, you are a noble woman who has sort of distanced yourself from nobility ran out and lived amongst the woods and now you're hanging out with these well uh a skeevy halfling robe rogue a barbarian from the middle of nowhere who doesn't even know how to read and daff who is sort of here and not here and drinking and playing and flirting and sort of this like wild card do you actually care who wins this war, Toki? Are you invested in this at all? Um. Doesn't matter. No. So if Mystria wins and Drakus is conquered, it's all good. I don't think Toki cares. Okay. She also doesn't really like she doesn't like the fact that her nobility was used to lie over and over again. So she'd rather just like renounce that title at this point. So what do you think about the other members of the party wanting to gain noble titles as a reward for their actions when She's you're kind of like about... looking down on it? Like it's not all that great, but whatever, do whatever you want. Okay. Uh, what about you, Nevitz? Do you have any patriotic loyalty to your nation? 
Honestly, the, the deep drive for Nevitz was killing the family because he fucking hates the family. Um, but um, I was going to ask McGarry about it, but he's too paranoid because he might be part of him. Who the fuck knows at this point? But otherwise, in terms of like the actual country itself, Nevitz is a man with no land. He hates his own kind. He hates the criminal underworld. He doesn't give a fuck about Drekus. Right now, he's living high on the adventure because it's the only thing he's got in his life to live for. Okay. Yes. Uh, what about you, Lenny? Any love for your country? <laughs> nah, Lenny doesn't give a fuck about Drekus. So none uh, of you guys actually are invested We're waiting for the magic wins. items and the money. What's Drekus done for us? True. Give us shitty items? <laughs> and then he's like, oh, I don't have an item factory in the back. Yeah. Wow. Well, we can tell. Yeah, we can tell. He didn't need to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I guess that's all I needed to know. Wow. So southbound we go. True. Um, First, we want to stop by can... um, that one noble's house that we're going to kill them and take that plus two sword back. No, I'm just kidding. We're going to uh, the Frostlands. Can you sure. give me one wall you... too, Neil? Yes. Uh, first, you guys pick up your gear on the way out of town. Yep. Yep. Get rid of your, your chip. They'll give you your gear. Um. Nevis, I think I'm guys? missing something. What do you think you're missing, Lenny? I had, I had uh, another dagger. Excuse me, guard. <laughs> hmm? Excuse I me? think I'm missing a dagger with my items. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think my friend here is mistaken. Um, we had uh, quite the time in the capital. Thank you. Look, buddy, we just throw your shit in a sack, and then we take the sack out and hand it back to you. We don't give a fuck what's in there, all right? So if it's missing, maybe you forgot it somewhere else. And if we are going to take something, it wouldn't be a dagger. You know, we'd take, like, some plate mail or, you know, a magic item that someone hands over. Maybe this, and I'll show him his sword. You show him his own sword? No, my sword. Oh. My magic uh, sword. Sure. Yeah, we would probably steal something like that. We're not going to take a dagger. But if we did steal something, like, in society, it would fall apart. You know, the only way that we can actually have people coming in and out of town is if we actually give them this shit back. And uh, there are watchdog organizations out there powered by angry wizards who would uh, come down on us like hell for this shit. So we're not stealing your shit, dude. If you, it's not here. It's on you. All right, sounds good. Let's continue on. Cool. <laughs> Suicide <right>. bank guard. <laughs> Go. You head south uh, from Wickbottom Renta to Thickle Glade yep. to Solwick. Mm -hmm. And you buy some more cold gear and yeah. push out across the Frostlands. True. Let's just do it quickly. Um, and then we're going to Gnome. We'll see. Yeah, never. So I tried to I tried to roll a new character right there. Okay. Come back. Um, it is on the leg before you get to the Frostlands. When you're down around here, um, right around there, below the K and Solwick, that a you put us on another map, so we can't see anything. If that's what you're. 
Oh, yes, of course. I'm a fool. Okay. Uh, right around there. Okay. Is it that fucking cleric bitch? You come across a group of armed men standing in the road, sparring with one another. Looks to be about eight of them. Mm -hmm. They're wearing chainmail. They've got swords and spears, and uh, they're just standing in the road, kind of forming a circle while two people in the middle fight. Okay. Nivitz, can I fight their strongest one? <clears throat> um, I mean, I guess if you want, Lenny. If you think the practice would do you well, sure. But first, Hi, Lenny, Lenny. Oh, yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> Should wager a bet with them first. These fighting True. men are always of the arrogant type. I'm sure they'd gladly wager some gold against a big brute like you in combat. Maybe we could wager a magic item for a magic <laughs> item. Lenny. Maybe they Lenny, will. Lenny, Lenny. Most people don't walk around. We're, we're incredibly wealthy, Lenny. Maybe you're not used to having this level of wealth yet, but I don't think they're going to be walking around with magical items, unfortunately. I'll size them up, dude. Do I see anything that catches my eye, Koibu? Um, Gem encrusted sword hilts. Wisdom check. Can I have uh, Nevis help me? Yeah, I mean, I'd be looking over too, I guess, with him. Yeah. But so I'd be looking yeah, for yeah. like gems or like jewelry that looks especially like well taken care of or something like that. Give me a perception check and an insight check of the party sheet. Um, traveling uh, party character sheet. Perception and insight. Mm -hmm. Oh, are you That's doing a perception? Insight? Very good. You need the insight. Ooh. Oh, all right. Two brothers. Two rolls. <clears throat> so the first thing you know is that these people aren't wearing, like, they're wearing mismatched gear. Garbage. They don't look like they're wearing gear of a specific person. Someone's got, like, a tabard of one family. Someone else has a tabard of another family, but neither of them are kept very well. They look a little old and worn. Um, the second thing that you notice about these people is that their gear, while sort of mismatched, is actually in pretty good condition, uh, and that they have sitting sort of behind them, tied up uh, in the off the side of the road next to a tree, a young man. Evans, I think these might be highwaymen. Why would highwaymen yeah. sit and practice swords with one another? I guess it's possible. We could ask them. Arrogance. We could ask them what the young man is doing there, I guess. Seems kind of strange that they'd have him tied up at the side of the road. They could be men of the law as well, no? Lenny, do you want me to yell at them, ask them? Um, I mean, yeah, we can kind of approach. Uh, me and Toki will kind of follow you and see what's up. We'll see how they act when you introduce yourself. Challenge one to a duel, maybe. In a friendly way, though, Lenny. Remember, we're not here yes. to make enemies, okay? Lenny will swagger on over. Mm -hmm. um, Wait, I'm sorry, consciously. real quick. Actually, can you tell me... Um, you said we're on a row. There's grass to the side, right? Or what? Tell yeah, me what's grass and trees. like high grass, high trees. Could I could I theoretically like scamper off to the side and like sneak within those trees and like be parallel? Yes, um, you are surrounded by deciduous trees, mm -hmm. uh, oak, um, and what do you call them? Uh, spruces. Mm -hmm. So you could go off to the side. You could slink around. The amount of foliage here is actually quite low. Okay. Good thing I'm this a little dude. Order of the colder areas, mm -hmm. so that the it's a little bit of not quite snow, but the things aren't growing here as well as they were a little bit north. Okay. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, Toki, then yeah. you can follow um, Lenny, and I'll kind of sneak off to the side, and I'll see if I can. How far away is that tied-up guy from the other people? 
15 feet. Is, it, is he tied to a tree? No, he's tied up like um, ropes around him. <clears throat> like like a 1930s villain would tie someone to a train tracks. Okay. Um, I'll just kind of like sneak into the bushes and then kind of keep parallel with Lenny as he approaches the guys. If I can do that, I'll roll for stealth right here. 23. Okay. Lenny will saunter up and say, uh, hello, my fine gentlemen. The fighters stop as they see you arrive and turn to look at you. And uh, one of the guys waves a hand and says, Hello there, traveler. How are you Any, doing today? Doing well. Any interest in a uh, duel for cash? Friendly wager? The duel? You versus one fighting. of us? Yeah. Yeah. We could do that, I suppose. I don't know, though. Um, are you up to our level? Probably want to far, sir. Probably far surpass you. <laughs> what uh? Come on in. Why how not? about a two v one? Actually. Oh. That's not. No, no, no. That wouldn't be right. Yeah, maybe three would be more apt for you. <laughs> you willing to put your money where your mouth is? How much are you in favor of betting? Put five gold on it. Sure. Five for two of you. I win, I get ten. He looks at you. You're extremely confident. It's a little unsettling. Fine. You put in five against the two of us. You win, you get Ted. Sounds good. Lenny will take off his bag and stretch. Uh, meanwhile, the guy will look over to uh, Lily, to Toki, and, and give you a wave. And Daph, give a wave to the two of you. <laughs> Hello there. Bard, do you want to sing us a song while this goes on? Oh, yeah, of course. That was good. So the bard is going to give me bardic inspiration. Um, he'll be playing a song. Are yeah. you going to give him some bardic inspiration too? Yes, I'm going to give Lenny bardic inspiration. Fail RP. Okay. Uh, and the noble, not the noble, the, uh, the highway guy looks over to Toki, the noble woman, and says... <clears throat> You want to get in on this wager, too, after this guy uh, falls flat on his face? No, I think I won't. I can't find an unconscious person, you know? Go beat him, Lenny! <laughs> and then he turns to Lenny. <clears throat> All right, what are we doing? First to give up? First For to get wounded? What's first the... to yield. First to yield? What does uh, yield mean, I guess? Like give like up, someone right? gives up. Yeah, yeah someone first to yield. <laughs> All right. The men will sort of back up, creating a nice big circle for you all to be in. You can step forward, and two other men will step forward. Everyone's packs are off to the side, so you've just got your weapons and your armor, you know, ready to fight. Yeah. While he's doing net. it, um, while that's going on, um, so these guys are all pretty distracted, like looking at the fight or whatever, right? I imagine. Mm -hmm. The guy that's laying down and tied up, is his mouth covered or no? Yep, he's gagged. 
Um, could I kind of like, does it look like I could reasonably kind of like crawl over to him or walk over to him, I guess, and maybe like ungag him? Or are there perhaps. people? Perhaps. So it's a circle, right? So the mm -hmm. people on the far side of the circle are looking in your direction. So you will have to leave cover to mm -hmm. come up to this guy. And it will depend on how distracted they are, whether or not they see you. Okay. So they will have to make a perception check and pat like beat a 10 to see you. But then if they're distracted, they'll have disadvantage on the check or something. This is like sure, I understand. vision. Yeah, so as this is going on, I would like to crawl forward with my magic dagger. Um, and if I need to, to cut the binding from his mouth to listen to him. But I want to wait until the fight actually begins. So I'm not going to say right. anything because I don't want to constantly interrupt their fight. But that will be happening in tandem with the fighting going on, okay? Just to, mm -hmm. yeah. I ready a rage. Okay. Um, <clears throat> party stands around the the enemies the, the the soldiers stand around in a big circle the two people come to the middle to fight Lenny the one guy that was talking earlier kind of hangs back and goes over to Toki and Daph says to Toki who is this guy that thinks he can take on two of my men someone really strong as you're about to see Really? Super strong. What's he doing with you? What do you mean, what's he's doing? What? What does that mean? Well, what are you to him? What's he to oh, you? We're all friends here. You don't Is look that like weird? I'm just ma making small talk. I don't know, that's kind of a rude small talk. Sorry, I don't wanna... we're soldiers. That's how, we, that's how we talk amongst each other. It's not, we're not meaning to offend, ma'am. Daph is going to sing really loud. <laughs> the perception checks are rolling in, Steve. Uh, Koki, would you make me a... Would you make me a flat charisma check? Just... Click on the charisma score. All right. Just as the fight is about to start, this guy uh, starts to walk in the circle and wave his hands. He goes, hold on, hold on, everybody. Sorry, sorry. Uh, <clears throat> Boys, we just got some orders. We need to We need to get out of here. We got to make it to Solwick before sundown. Well, I expect and my gold if you're retreating. Hey, no one started fighting yet. But, uh, guys, it's time to move on. We should, uh, get out of this situation quickly. You're really going to just leave like that? Orders be orders, sir. You know. I didn't see anybody tell you. <laughs> well, that's okay. Scared. Yeah, probably scared, aren't they, Toki? <laughs> Super scared. Look at them. They're just shaking right now. All right. Well, wow. you two can. You guys can leave. Go follow your commander like dogs. We're gonna head out. They stand their ground and look at the other guy, with the like, "Come on, let me at him." And uh, he does a. <clears throat> Unfortunately, we must go. Jeremy, Tom, back up your things. Put the swords down. Let the big man have his day. Uh, we'll catch him the next time he comes through. Listen to your commander, dogs. Oh, 
Give me an intimidation check versus their uh, willpower. What's the um? I got a charisma. The guy that said that they had to leave was it the guy that was right next to um Toki? Yeah, it was the guy that was talking to Toki and Dat. How, how when they were talking, like how close is this guy to these people while they're chatting? He was right next to Toki, like standing shoulder, I guess hip to shoulder, looking out at the the fight. <clears throat> Interesting. Um, can Nevitz come out of um? Can Nevitz come out of the bush and kind of like walking near like the uh. The, the bound guy? Mm-hmm. Can, can yeah, you step out of the bush near the bound guy. Um, can I shout to the guy next to Toki? Um, perhaps before you leave, uh, we, uh, we suggest one other small wager. They look over surprised to see you over here. Well, look at that. There's another one. <clears throat> to the man that was addressing my fair lady Pichu over here, uh, <laughs> perhaps I could take a guess as to the contents of your pocket right now. The contents of my pocket? Contents of your and pocket. And he pulls his sword. Toki. Okay. <laughs> Are you missing anything on you right now? These men sure do seem to be off in a hurry. Can I check? Yeah. You can reach around and check your stuff. It's all still there. Nothing's is Daph missing. missing anything? Daph is checking. Daph checks his stuff uh, hurriedly. Pulls up all of his normal stuff. Nothing's missing. Why are they Good leaving, why are they leaving so quickly? Fuck, I thought they stole shit. <clears throat> why is this man bound here on the ground? Seems to be odd behavior for a group of soldiers. Prisoners, you know, gotta take them. Uh, speaking of which, we'll be taking him. Uh, Tom, Jeremy, would you go get them? Get the prisoner, please. Lenny steps ahead of them. Prisoner hey, for now, what? You wouldn't want to be interfering with official duties here, right? That's the, I don't care about High Princess duties. of Solwick. Hold on, real quick. High Princess of Solwick. I'm sure we've seen armed guards and whatnot in this area before. Would they be yeah, wearing a mismatch of armor, or have we seen guards? We've just traveled through Solwick. Would you expect? Would we hey. expect guards to be wearing like a uniform that's no, of? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. All the guards of Solwick would wear Solwick stuff. These guys, like, here's a Solwick thing, mm -hmm. here's a Bondundaser thing, here's yeah, some, sure. like, back-ass water or whatever shit. I'm curious, as to what crimes is this man being held? Certainly you have a wanted poster or some sort of writ written to you by the queen or princess, if you so represent. Sorry, who are you to question my instructions and orders? Lenny, Lenny will have his sword out, halfling. by the way. Ha oh, Lenny pulls his sword hard. Um... Nevitt's uh, knuckles go white um, around the hilt of his dagger. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, you do know that impersonating a member of a royal guard is an offense punishable by death, whether by citizen that encounters you on the road or by soldier himself. Yes? I'm starting to feel like a royal guard, too, in my garments. Perhaps we should kill you, then. You could try. I'm curious. It would be very painful. <clears throat> you don't look. You. you don't look smart enough to be a wizard. So I'm really curious what orders you managed to receive telepathically, as you were here about to duel my friend. You're just scared, guys. I'm pretty sure they're just scared. One of the uh, one of the guys is in front of me, correct? They've they're... all been sort of backing off and 
wandering over in the direction of their leader because he was saying let's go and then two of them were supposed to go over and check take a look and at i stepped in front of them correct yeah That's so those i'm gonna guys... shove one of them away with my shield give me Doing a shield bash. Check. uh oh yeah you shove him and he stops him prone yeah. steps uh, or knock him prone whichever you desire prone um, the commander holds up his hand in like a weight and says, all right, fine. He's a dumb prisoner anyway. Why don't you take care of him and deal with him? Boys, let's get out of here. Well, hold on. The other ones are sort of seething and not super happy about this, but their leader is trying to get them to disengage. Yeah, not so fast. If we truly have come across a group of men committing to what amounts to be a capital offense out here, I think you should have to buy off our silence. That only seems fair to me, doesn't it, Lenny? Yeah, and Lenny goes to knock the other one prone. What about uh, the other guy backs up as you walk. Oh, he backed up. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy that's prone starts to scramble back as well. Oh, oh levy my sword at him. We're playground bullies right now, We're guys. not. They're bullying. They had this guy fucking bound my on the ground. My sword is on the ground guy, so if he attempts to get up, I'm going to maybe attack him. Just let me know. Mm -hmm. He, like, scoots back on the ground away from I'll keep walking with him, I guess. Okay, he'll stop then. Wait, was every magical item added to your sheet, Mr. Mooton? Uh, yeah. You have every, have you've all. got the scroll, the invisibility dust. Disappearing powder, fire resistance, scroll. Okay, cool. Just making um, sure. Yeah. So do you want to tell us what's really going on here? Or are you about to wager far more than you originally thought against my friend? We have to move out. Uh, it's a real problem here. We're just going to be going, guys. You're not going anywhere unless you want to leave him dead, as I show, I mean, the swords to his neck, right? It's a simple matter of telling us what's going on. What do you want? Well, right now, we're curious what exactly was happening here. Why are you holding this man? What are you doing in the road? Why did you need to leave so quickly? Fuck that man. He doesn't matter. Oh, he seemed to matter a whole lot before you realized that all of you would quickly trade your lives in this encounter against us. Better tell us in ten. Lenny will start counting. <laughs> putting the sword closer to that guy's fun. neck. Nine. Tolkien's like, you should just tell them what they want to hear. Four. You will, you will do it. not a good counter. All right, he's the son... <laughs> Of a certain village elder down the road a little bit. Village elder wasn't paying his taxes. Needed a little bit of extra encouragement. Took his son for a little while. As a an encouragement, as a, what do you call it, collateral? He's fine. He's an asshole. He'll be returned. You can return him yourself if you want. We'll get the taxes later. So the princess of Solwick, the princess of Solwick is sending a group of brigands to abduct the children of elders that don't pay their taxes? I think you know nothing's quite that straightforward. It's our job to collect taxes and enforce tax laws. We're authorized to do it however we please. This is the most effective method. Can we do an insight off the party sheet to see if we think that he's lying? I feel a fucking lie uh, coming on here. I know a lie. I yeah, definitely feel a lie. Then why do you need to do the insight check if you know he's lying? Because I want you to tell us he's lying. That's I want you to tell us. <laughs> He's lying then. Sure, whatever, whatever you need to hear. Well, <laughs> I rolled a twenty. Oh, yeah, that's a good insight. Curious. Uh, his are the veins in his to it. neck throbbing? 
Can we see sweat perspiring down his forehead? I want to murder Obos. Are his hands shaking as he reaches for the hilt of his sword? Are, is he stumbling to find the correct word to express his lie? These are small things that a 20 insight roll would definitely be perceptive of. Pour it, Koibu. <laughs> Spill the beans. He's that sort of, like, too calm in the moment that, like, I can tell everything is about to go to hell. Mm -hmm. So I'm, like, leveling my emotions, and I'm trying to look objectively at the situation. And his troops below him, they're sort of, you know, ready to fight. Okay, that's uh, fine. They're listening to their commander. Nevitz draws. Very calm. Nevitz draws his dagger, spins it around in a very cool manner because he should be able to do that because he has twenty dexterity. When he steps on the guy's leg. And Nevitz says um, to the commander, "So if I ungag our prisoner here, he should confirm that everything you say is true." Yes. Of course not. He's a prisoner. He'll lie through his teeth. He hates us. Let's hear it, He'll Nevitz. Say anything. Um, I want to walk over to the prisoner with my eyes on all the soldiers, make sure nobody's about to kick me in the back of the head or some shit because I'm just not looking. And I would like to... Mm -hmm. Is he bound? Like, Can I cut like a rope or something to remove? Yeah, you can just remove the, mm -hmm. the rope around his mouth pretty easily. Yeah, okay. Those I, uh... fucking assholes! Kill them! Kill them now! Well, why are they holding on to you? What's going on? You're going to have to tell us a little more than that. Trying to steal from the village, and they didn't. Have, we didn't have the money to pay their their demands. Trying so to steal hostage. Steal on behalf of who? Yeah. Taking you hostage to who? Fucking warlords. What warlord do these men serve? Who the fuck knows? But he's trying to steal from our village. Kill him! Kill him! I want blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah hell yeah, Nevitz. This guy's speaking my language. Well, it seems we have a disagreement here between prisoner and commander. Now, whose side are we to take in this ordeal? This man on the road here seems as though he has nothing to offer you, so clearly he has nothing to offer us. Perhaps you men might have a few extra gold laying around from collecting taxes that you could spend wisely to buy our silence, and we could all carry on as though this had never happened. Oh my god, we're literally... Burglars. These guys are already burglars. We're burglaring the burglars. That makes us Robin Hood, Lily. Okay? A great American True. tale. All right? Uh, yes. Yeah, American. Stop. Okay? <laughs> That's our tale. <laughs> all right. The commander looks down at Tom, who you've got a sword to, and you're stepping on his foot. And I think you can see the calculations going through his mind. How much is Tom's life worth to me? And in the end, he acquiesces, uh, takes a bag from his hip, and just, like, tosses it maybe, like, eight feet away from Lenny. Uh, you can hear the coins jingle as it lands. It is a full bag of coins, so 50 coins. One more, Lenny says. Oh, my God, puts guys! the sword closer Stop. to his neck. No, okay, we're, no, we'll, we'll take this and let him go. <laughs> no, Toki, I think his Listen to the working. noble lady. <clears throat> Nevitz sheathes his dagger. Yeah, Nevitz sheathes his dagger um, and walks forward very confidently, okay? Very Tyrion-esque. Um, reaches mm -hmm. down in front of Lenny, picks up the bag, opens the bag, and checks. There are indeed 50 gold coins inside. Oh, it's not gold. There's, there's 50 <laughs> coins. There are five golden coins, 20 silver coins. No, I'm sorry. 35 silver coins and 20 copper. So five, 35, and 20. That doesn't add up. Five, thirty-five, and fifteen. 
Can we just fight him? No, we don't. Fucking murder hobos, Moot. Disgusting. I am a murder hobo. Five gold, thirty-five silver, ten just copper. The, why are we doing this again? I'm confused. Because there's a guy potentially innocent on the side of the road. True. That's right. He's looking up for the innocent men of this world. True. Yes, Lily. Primary motivation. Okay, but we got the money. Why don't we let them go now? Yeah. Because that makes us robbers. Um. I pick up the bag. I count through the coins, and then I look up to Lenny and I go, eh, "I don't really feel like we need to tell anybody about what's happened here. I think this is okay." You were right. Uh, Lenny will. Lenny's I am curious though. Ankle, but he's gonna no! take the sword away. Before yeah, wait, before Lenny does that, I, I I look back to the commander. I must know though, why the sudden change of heart in fighting my friend? Nevitz pierces him with his cold, dead, halfling gaze. The guy like head nods towards uh Toki. We don't want to get involved with spellcasters here. Ten on one? That's a fair fight. Ten on two or three? Eh, we'll take our chances elsewhere. I think I just convinced them that you guys are really strong. I think that's literally all there is to it. Okay. Okay. I pocket the coins, um, and then I walk back. Lenny does try to break his ankle. No, Lenny, stop. Stop. I, stop. Yes, Lenny my character did it. No, yeah. I'm yep. stopping Lenny. Lenny. Thank I'm stopping you. Lenny. How do you stop him? How do you, you stop see him? raise his foot? You run forward to stop him, shouting, Lenny, no! He yeah, pretty much. Down. And he brings it down. Oh Give me an athletics check. Thank you, Coiva. Roll poorly. Mm. Not bad. We'll give him a constitution saving throw. Oh, it's not yeah. a, like a perfect break, but it is a hairline fracture. Um, and he screams in pain as your booted heel comes down on his, uh, I guess a slightly booted um, ankle. He screams, holds his leg, rolls back and forth on the ground. What the fuck? Maybe you'll think before harassing innocent towns again. Oh my god. Two of their guys come to help him to his foot, feet, and uh, then they all slowly back off. Okay, let him leave. Get him out of here. Um, I want to walk forward and untie the uh, all the bindings around the uh, village person, I guess. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for that. I wish you'd killed them, though. They'll just be back later. How do you... Why do you owe these people money? Have the other guys left? We don't owe them shit. Or are they... Yeah, they're... Okay. They're, they're walking away. Okay. We don't owe them shit. They're just brigands. Bandits. Uh, highwaymen. Yeah. Did they kill any of you? Not yet. I don't think we can let him go, Nevitz. You guys are from Brown Run? A little village near Bone Run. If your village doesn't have the means to protect itself, why don't all of you move into Bondundasir or Solwick? Just move. <laughs> Forehead. <laughs> I guess thank you for saving me, but, like, this is our home. What are we going to do? Just, Just move. Move our fields? <laughs> Like, how, how would we continue to farm if we just go somewhere else? How are you going to continue to farm as you're being roped and bound and carried off and murdered by warlords? Nevitz, yeah, just give him that bag and let's go. He looks at you sort of like, this is an incredibly complicated situation. Do you really think that's just that you, you just walk away? Like, it's, 
He looks at you uh, perplexed. I tossed on the bag of five gold, 35 silver, and zero copper. Um, well, when you head back to your family, um, I hope you guys at least dig enough graves for the lot of you. Seems as though you want to die in your land. Feel free to do so. Um, and then we're ready to leave, I guess. Thank you again, he says. What, what was your name so I can tell the people about it? <clears throat> Joe. Don't mention Joe it. Mama. I don't think your people will be around for much longer for it to matter much to us anyway. Good luck. Wow. Surprised by the acidic remarks after you've just saved his life, he stands stunned for a moment and thanks you again and wanders off down the road. Good. Fuck him. Fuck him. I'm sure his corpse will make good fertilizer for his for his wheat. We want to go to S- Cinder Springs. <laughs> All right. You can set out across the Frostlands. Sorry, Miss Toki, I had a village, or my village, got attacked by brigands all the time. Did you have to break his ankles off? Yes, I have to teach him a lesson. He'll remember that for the future. All right. You set out across the Frostlands, eventually arriving over the hills of Atreya, past the plains near Cinder Springs, and into the invisibility aura surrounding the tower. You'll find there are two snowman guards on the front gates um, who do not attack you as you approach. A simple knock on the door will have it answered in a few minutes and you can be before Cabot Moore. And I think we should do this on the other side of our second break. Sounds amazing. We'll be back. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Of Dice and Men. You stand before Cabot Moore, your sole ally in the world, the only person who you really trust, I think, or slightly trust. Uh, he stands before you in his icy power. Tell us, Cabot, about the portals. How goes your journey? Splendidly. I have discovered so much and more about this portal. I know where it goes, at least in part. How much do you know about the structure of the cosmos? Only what you've told us thus far, Cabot. So why don't you give us a refresher? The quick version. Right. The quick version. There are four elemental planes. Earth, earth, air, fire, water. These planes come together to create the prime material plane that we see here today. Very similar to how footsteps walk. uh, If you were to walk on a beach, you would leave an impression upon the sand. That impression is not a physical thing but a, a shadow or a, 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 a imprint of the world. The world we live in leaves an imprint upon the four planes, similar to footsteps on a beach, on a sandy beach. Uh, we call this the shadow plane, a plane that is not entirely real. It's a, what we would call a quasi-real plane. It exists but in an odd sort of semi-reflection of the real world. It's not quite real. 
it's not worth trying to get explain more detail than that. This portal goes there. It will take you to a place within this world, but on a different plane. It'll be the same world, but ever so slightly different. All the details will be slightly different, but it'll essentially be the same place. It'll be devoid of people, but it'll have sort of the major features, the, the features that don't change. So people that move won't be there. Animals wouldn't be there, but a, a mountain would be there. Perhaps a castle would be there. What about other people traveling Maybe. to said plane with a similar type of portal? There, you can access this plane through various magical means. There's just very little reason to do it. There's nothing there of value. It's just a strange place. There's, there's so little reason to go to the shadow plane that there are, there's very little effort put into learning anything about it. Well, once you've traveled to the research. shadow plane, how do you get back to the normal plane? Well, if you don't have a way back, you're trapped there and you die there, I guess. Or maybe you don't die. I don't know how if you can exist, how life exists on that plane. If you will starve, if you will dehydrate, if you can even die, if just standing there for long enough will make you fade away and turn into a shade. What if in theory, we went into the shadow plane here, traveled to, I don't know, um, Mystria, and then found a portal out. Would we end up in the same spot in Mystria? Portals connect planes, but not necessarily locations. This portal that I ha that we have here has been moved around, but wherever it is linked to in the shadow plane hasn't moved. <clears throat> Where does um, this link to in the shadow plane? On what part of our map would we recognize it? I haven't gone inside. I don't know yet. I'm presently researching a spell that will allow me to open the portal just a little bit so I can peer through. Hmm. I don't know what's on the other side. It could be empty nothing. It could be at the bottom of a sea. It could be at the top of the tallest mountain. It could be buried deep underground. It could be surrounded by shadow dragons ready to gobble up anything that comes through. I have no idea. But this is extremely exciting. Are you able to the scry one... on other planes, or can you only scry in this one? Scrying does not cross planes, typically. There are probably a few exceptions, but I don't know of them. Because the obvious utilization for a portal like this, for a group of people like us, would be the ability to travel a plane with no people to stop us, and then to re-emerge into this one, unencumbered by other people. But it sounds as though coming back to this world at a specific place is more difficult than we might imagine. Interplanar travel is extremely difficult. You could walk through here, I could move the portal somewhere else, and then you could walk back out. It might allow for the surprise movement of large numbers of people if they could survive existing on the other side for a while. I don't know if they would be... I don't know how... Time probably works the same in both places. Five days here is probably the same as five days there, although I don't... I doubt the existence of uh, time really works the same way. The Shadow Plane should have no light, no darkness, no stars. It should be shadowy 
sort of dimly visible. Hmm. Probably neither hot nor cold. Okay, interesting. These are guesses. Well, hopefully, um, you've learned a great deal about whatever other planes you're investigating as a result of us giving you this item. I have a few questions for you, if you wouldn't mind answering. Um, The first is, as a service to you, is there anything that you would need that would help you come further along with your research? Any type of items or objects that maybe we could procure for you that would make this more easier? Maybe an item from Gnome. Definitely not from there. No, 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 no. Um... Those crystals that you've got for me are more than enough for what my research requires now. They're the uh, pure magical essence that I need uh, found in those crystals. Uh, That should do me for the time being, but spell research is a haphazard process. Tomorrow I may discover that I need a sapphire forged in the heart of a dying star. Um, We'll find out later. Okay. So as it stands right now, you need nothing from us? No, I need nothing. Okay. Although I suspect you're here for some reason. Well, Um, you know, we just like to keep track of our, probably the one friend we have in this realm, so. We're not always here to ask for something, Cabot. Yeah, we we do have some questions. We go to a more comfortable sitting room to discuss these things then. Sure. Will the bird be there? I can bring him if you would like. He's my friend, yes. He motions to the, the sitting room down on the first floor and t- says he'll go get the bird. And uh, you guys just to meet him in the next room. You can walk off together and have a few minutes before he returns with the bird. Where's the bird? <clears throat> okay. The bird? Next room. Questions. So you mentioned before you might have the ability to scry for certain types of magical items. I'm mm-hmm. curious if you've ever heard of the existence of or know if you'd be able to locate something called an amulet of health. Heard ah. of these objects before? Yes, I've heard of an amulet of health before. You know... There's one that I had uh, passed across a while ago, some some years back. It's my younger days back in Eridon. A uh, young Eridonian lord was born, very frail of health. It was expected that he would not make it to see his 10th year. A friend of a friend of a friend sort of thing was able to find and gift this item, uh, this amulet to the poor noble boy uh, to win the favor of the nobleman's family. Um, well, the rest of the story doesn't matter for our purposes. This was maybe 15 years ago in Aradon. So if we north- took it from him, he would east- probably die. Probably. Northwest of Aradon. Um, uh, a place called High Castle. And did you remember the name of said family? 
I have it in my notes. I, I'll, I'll look it up after dinner tonight. Okay. Uh, I can get you the name of the family and the family's house. If they still live there. Much has changed in the last 15 years. Sure. And you said that this was given to a young child who needs it for his health? I believe he was eight or nine at the time. Soon to die. So expected to die soon. Mm-hmm. If it's been 15 years, he must be ooh, in his young early 20s now. Do you think that the removal of that amulet would result in his death immediately happening? Probably not immediately. But if his health returns to as terrible as it was before, I'm sure he'll die soon. Do you know what was causing him to be so unhealthy before? He was dealt a bad hand in life. Sometimes the gods are cruel. So was he stricken by some sort of early disease or... Just frail, sickly child. You say nothing sickly. unusual, nothing exotic. Nevitz, he's a wizard. He's not going to know. He doesn't care. Well, if anybody would know anything about disease in this land, it would be a wizard It'd or a cleric. <clears throat> Cabot Moore Some seems well read. Some people are susceptible to disease. Some people have frail bones that snap more readily. Some people bleed and bleed and bleed without clotting. Well, my only poor boy. my wonder would be is if we could make an exchange with the periapt of health. Or Parafat? Is it Parafat of Health or Periapt? Whatever you say is correct. <laughs> I hate you. The healthy thing. I think it's a par I think it's a Periapt. Um <clears throat> for the um because we could exchange that amulet if he's sickly, that should theoretically keep him alive as well as any amulet of health, theoretically. Unless he just is, just needs to die. <laughs> um but okay. We all die one day. Not me. Even um, you, Lenny. Your day will come. Not the bird. Points at the bird. Room. The bird okay. like, shrinks into his feathers. They start to stand up, and he like kind of walks along Cabot Moore's shoulder to the other side of his head. Peers out. Nice human. Be nice. Don't kill me. Don't kill me. So the next question, if one were to need to set fire to a large wooden bridge, what would be the most effective means to do so, assuming we could access any resource we need? Any resource? Yeah, assuming... Dragon breath would be great, fireball spell, potion of fire breathing, flame wall... Potion of fire uh, breathing. Now you said that you, you had the ability to craft said potion... Or at least you've crafted many potion in the past. Is a potion of fire breathing something you're capable of crafting? Certainly. In fact, I think I have one on hand. Would you happen to have two on hand? I'll, I'll check my inventory. Which bridge are we talking about here? Um, these are bridges in a far-off land, not in Drekus. No. Are these bridges Anything more? of concern to you? Well, I don't know. Which bridges are they? <clears throat> um, we've come to quite a working relationship at this point, so I'm sure I can trust that anything I said to you will be said in the utmost confidence and kept in said confidence, correct? Who is you going to tell the bird? Who am I going to tell? 
Well, you seem to divulge a lot of information to a group of wandering travelers that have come upon your castle out here in the wilderness, so who's to say? After we gave him a portal to the underworld. Sure. We made a once-in-a-lifetime sort of deal, and you have had the opportunity to sell me out and didn't. That is true. Okay. Uh, then I trust you. We are, There are a couple bridges in the land of Mystria that we need to set fire to. Splendid. Burn it down. Burn them all. Um, so, fire-breathing potions. You think a single breath from a potion would be enough to set a blaze, a bridge enough that it should continue to burn with no human intervention? <laughs> Unless it's been treated uh, somehow or magically protected or someone's there to put it out. Uh, a bridge should burn down with no intervention. Yes. What about a boat? What? A uh, boat, again, no intervention. It's a little harder to say. Boats are, um, how do you say? A Big. bridge has many struts with lots of air passage through them. It is a, uh, a more open structure, more conducive to being set aflame. A pure wall of wood is a little mm, harder to burn. But I would say a ship, if there is no intervention... And it is uh, properly set, set set on fire. Should go up nice and neatly. Okay. <clears throat> and then a couple more questions. What do you know of the dragon Scoria? I know some about her. Uh, it would be too long of a tale to tell in full. Sure. Is so more particular. Does Scoria ever communicate, or historically, has she ever communicated with humans in such a way that she's willing to cooperate with them or fight alongside them for some purpose? I know she has minions that work on her behalf. I don't know if that you would count that as cooperation. Um, perhaps? When she first settled the land of Mystria, she roused a few traitors to her side, as well as some ogres and hobgoblins, I believe, who would uh, enforce her will. They would go collecting taxes from villages and countrysides. Anyone who resisted, they had free reign to rape and murder. Not rape. So what about Scoria herself directly? You've never heard of her coming out and fighting on behalf of some human counterpart? Oh. Not on behalf of anyone, no. But she burned the countryside of Mystria to a crisp. <clears throat> well, the interesting you thing is that... What your favorite strategy would be? What's that? When someone wouldn't pay up, she would take them in her claw and fly around their little section of land, raising it, forcing them to watch, burning the villagers and making them listen to the screams, and then setting them back in the middle of the village, telling them to pay up again, leaving someone there not to just be killed for their treasons, but to watch their loved ones die and to be blamed by all that survive for the death and destruction. That sounds hot, because it's burning. <laughs> well, it seems as though now Scoria fights on behalf of Mistria to defend the land. Do you have any idea what would compel her to do such a thing? I can think of a few things, but I don't know which one of them it would be or if it's something else entirely. 
Perhaps she thinks the the land is hers and is equally upset at the Drakissians for invading her territory. Uh, perhaps she is expanding her domain and wishes to be more than Queen of Mystria. Perhaps she wishes to dominate all of Arcadia. Maybe she has grown bored. Or, my favorite, in her old age, she has gone a little senile. She's a very old dragon, you know. Maybe she's forgotten that she is their ruler and has working in tandem? Or perhaps she just sees warfare and wants to join in. She is a sadistic creature. What does a dragon want with taxes anyway? Why do dragons hoard wealth? A question we've been asking ourselves for generations. Could you kill her? I know what I think. No, no, definitely not. My opinion, which is just that uh, opinion with nothing else to it, is that it's simply a way to keep score. Simply a way to measure your power and influence by what you can extract. It's a way you can talk to other dragons and say, oh, well, my treasure hoard is 10 tons. Yours is only four tons. Do I think it's a social bargaining chip. Do dragons ever fight amongst each other? Certainly. Hmm. Okay. Um, my final question to you would be a final request, aside from the um, fire-breathing potions. Is it possible that you could scry on the city of Dawngate and tell us how many soldiers approximately seem to be occupying the city? Supposedly there is a Drekken army. Is it Drekus or Drekken? Drekissian? Drekissian. Supposedly there's a Drakissian army that might be um, sieged and held up in such a city. Just curious if there are any soldiers still remaining. I could take a look. And then, um, yeah. For Scoria, <clears throat> you, so you said dragons do fight amongst each other. Does Scoria have any known mm -hmm. dragon rivals? The only one that could possibly have rivaled her would have been Nixium, the gold. She lived in Stormscale Lake mm -hmm. near Stromheim. But uh, when Stromheim was surrounded by the undead, she left or went under the waters and never came back. She has not been seen in a few, in some time. In when a year it was so. surrounded? Is it not anymore? It was, was. I haven't checked up on it in a little while. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's all I have for now, unless you two have any more questions. Do you have any gnomish fire? Can you make it? Well, I think it was going to make us fire-breathing potions, no? I can make you f a fire-breathing potion or two, or three, as needed. Uh, gnomish fire is non-magical in nature, highly prone to accident. More gnomes have died by gnomish fire than gnomish enemies have. Or no, I'm stupid. They are smart, but not very wise. Don't know when to stop digging for knowledge. They love to invent and create, and <clears throat> they hate safeguards and regulations. They're the, uh, libertarians of races small and short-sighted with no real plans for the world 
Okay. Well, we'll meet you for dinner then. You can go check your notes and bring us our potion. Yeah, and maybe give us some more information on where that um, child is located, <clears throat> or the I guess the adolescent now is a twenty-year-old. Yeah, so I can. Twenty-something. Mm-hmm. Yes. We could uh, scry on my it, right? notes for that, mm-hmm. and I can scry on locations, not necessarily people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I'll go look in my notes, see if I can dig that up. Okay. All right, I'll take the bird. Potions, I can grant you as well. Okay. He like puts his hand up for the bird, who looks at him and shakes his head. He says, "Come on now, come on." And the bird regretfully steps on his fingers, and he Hell hands yeah. the bird over to you. And he'll just put him on his shoulder. What do you want? You're gonna be to nice be, to be your friend. Okay, we can be friends, but only if you're nice. Be very nice. Good, Lenny. Good, Lenny. You're a good boy. You too, bird. Lenny will walk out, just hang out with the bird. He shuffles a couple steps closer to your ear and sort of like pushes up against it for warmth. Good. Um, okay. Do we want... We could give him Kalpochi's ah. hair and ask him to scry on Kalpochi. I don't know if there's any purpose in that. I guess As I'm interested. reaches the door, he stops and turns back and says, I don't know where you're off to. Well, I suppose those bridges. Um, but should you survive those encounters... I may have need of uh, a test subject or or to be the first one through this portal if it seems safe. Any I'll interest? I'm sure we could figure something out. We have a lot of brave people in this room right now, so. That's what I was hoping for. Uh, and then he heads out to go look up that information about the kid, to check his stores for fire-breathing potions... Can we give him the hair uh, to scry? Do you want to do that? Yeah, I yeah, guess if we want to, sure. Yeah, I'm deleting the hair from my shit. See our buds okay. gone. Uh, hair is gone. All right, so let's just do this quickly. The kid um, is in High Castle. Uh, let me write this down so I don't forget it as I spout it. Inlet of Health. <clears throat> so the kid's name was uh, John Marbury. Marbury. Uh, if he is alive now, then he might be Lord Marbury if his uh, father is dead, mm-hmm. or perhaps just Sir Marbury. Okay. If he's, you know, just a noble. Okay. Uh, and he lives in High Castle. Mm-hmm. Is High Castle like an estate or a city or? It's a city. It's the largest surviving city in Aradon. Okay. What and is Aradon at, again? At least. Is that the whole continent? The continent on the east, the Eastern Kingdom. Okay. It's the third big human one. Gotcha, okay. Yeah. Uh, and at the time that we met him, uh, he was in a place called... Uh, uh, it was at, uh, you know, 555 Gold Street. Okay. 
Yeah. Okay, that was cool. So the, uh, potions. He has on hand uh, two potions of fire breathing, which he will give to you. He doesn't want to go to Gnome, Steve. You guys can still go to Gnome. Add that um, won't let us. potion of fire breathing, too, to your sheet, Mr. Moon. Okay, I'll throw it in the uh, bag. And then Dawngate, any soldiers there? Or are they all dead? So he scries around for a little while and comes back to you and is like, oh, well, there are soldiers in Dawngate, but they seem to be spread out in small groups, not clumped together. I, I couldn't get a proper head count. They could be... I mean, they're, they're like rats. The city of Dawngate itself seems to have undergone multiple sieges. The walls are knocked down. The gates are in ruins. The whole city itself seems to have been burned by dragon fire. And uh, these surviving people are hiding in and amongst the rubble, moving around, launching attacks at anyone that gets too close. It seems that the, the Mystrians have just encircled the place and they're waiting for the food to run out. Uh, there's only... Maybe 600 soldiers or so surrounding the city. Did, were, they, were we told there were originally 10,000 that were there? Or am I making that number up? 10,000 uh, Drakissians initially left to go into mystery and fight. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, you know, unknown numbers in the city living like rats in small groups, hiding, scavenging what food they can find. But the city's out of food and it's in ruins. So they're it's fucked. Uh, it's fucked. It's not like they're they're even working together. They're just like scattered little pockets of people everywhere. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. Okay, and Hold then um, final question was, how's our buddy Kelpochi doing? What's he doing? Kelpochi is... Ooh. Would that be warded? Well, of course not. Oh, never mind. What do you know about warding, Steven? <laughs> you never do it in the bot lane. <laughs> Good one. Thank you. So he manages to scry on Kelpochi um, at a time when he is talking to the Queen of Drekis. Wow. Um, there is a, only a brief moment where he can catch their conversations while they're walking through the halls. Kelpochi in shackles being... Uh, followed by two royal guards, the queen sort of walking a little bit in front of him and asking questions. And uh, as they walked, they like then went into a room that seems to have been warded and the scrying was not able to enter the room. But they were having a conversation and he was in chains was walking it, through the castle. What's the conversation about? Uh, a certain... Sarah Harazim. Hmm. No other information? I, Were they asking of her health? I, or Where is she? I only got a few seconds of conversation, but... But Harazim, is that to be understood to be the princess? I have no idea. I've never heard that name before. Okay. Whoever this woman is, she's somewhere in, in Drekis, it seems. No. They they were discussing her precise location and then left. Hmm. Would you happen, Toki, would you happen to know that name? Is it ringing a bell? Is that like a royal family or something that well, you would she... know? Probably not. 
No. Unless Neil says otherwise. No, there's no you would have some fucking someone. Uh, actually, how much did you pay attention in school, Toki? She's rolled pretty well in these before. Would would you give me a history check? Let's see if you remember your schooling from hundred years ago. Here. No. Nah. No idea. Hmm. Okay. Alright. Um I mean I think that's all we're here for. I don't think we have any other questions or anything else we'd need. We appreciate your assistance very much. If you ever need anything. Um I'm sure you have ways of contacting us, otherwise we'll probably be guinea back pig. A guinea, guinea pig. pigs to go through a portal to Maybe a dangerous lands where you yeah. may die instantly or um and may explore a whole new unknown world. I mean, I'm That's sure need. you could try sending in animals or something first, right? And then bringing them back? Well, certainly. Mm -hmm. I'll start with an animal. I look at the bird. No, not me. Not me. Animals won't work. They need to know to come back. They need to know to come back. Animals are dumb. We need well, people. You would, you would come and back, right? Dogs Cabot's would... like, shh, come. Shh, shh, it's fine. It's fine. Don't listen to the bird. We'll try and send a creature through first. But, um, you know, passing through portals is a weird thing, and uh, many natural creatures are inherently afraid of the uh, gateways. Okay. All right. Well, Great. I guess we'll stay here for the night, and then go in the morning. Yeah. Of course. Do you... One more thing that you could scry on. Ah, no Okay. Never mind. Please oh, take leave of your... Maybe oh, yeah. one final question. I'm sorry, Cabot. You're just such a wealth of knowledge. If you were tasked... And beauty. If you were tasked... Thank you. ...with either making brittle or making unusable a large cache of metal weapons, how would you go about doing that? I'd throw them into the sea. Put them in a magic container, a portable hole or something. Go over to the edge of a, an ocean or a canal and dump them in the water. Let them sink to the bottom. Can you get us a portable hole? Arrowheads would float. Hmm. Get you a portable hole? Oof. I have one, but I'm loath to give it up. It's an extremely useful thing, and I'd hate for you to go off and die with it. You know. What if we bring it back? <laughs> My concern is if you don't bring it back. But we um, won't. In, we will. Against your will. Uh, everyone dies, Lenny. We haven't so far. How often do you use your portable hole, honestly? Nobody dies until they die. Well, How I'm often so do you deep. use your portable hole? <laughs> I'm not giving you my portable hole, Lenny. I'll give you the bird before I give you the portable hole. So I can have the bird. No, you can't have the bird. Come here. And the bird, like, flies over to him and lands on his shoulder. Okay, Wait, I believe so that's everything, then. All right. We'll Looks like break. we... Um, well, before we go to our final break here, let's figure out what you guys want to do. What is your next step? You Do you have all the information you need? Are you going to prioritize the amulet of health over your kingdoms given to you by the, your kingdom? First of all, it's a war. It's been going on for a while. Okay, We can take like a, a yeah. week detour. That's fine. Sure. Um... When Cabot is saying portable hole, do we understand that to be analogous to a bag of holding? We're talking about the same thing, right? Uh, yeah, they're both 
they both open into extra dimensional space. Yeah. The bag of holding and the portable hole just have different shapes of, of the way of doing. Oh, okay, I understand. Um, okay. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I would like to prioritize the amulet of health. I, I'm so fragile. I have 26 HP. <laughs> like, I can die to one shot do a lot of stuff right now. So tell us, what does an amulet of health, as you understand it, do? Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, oh no no oh, no, no, no no no! Some we have to get homebrewed out of here. My understanding of an amulet of health is that an amulet of health, when worn by a person, would allow them to reach the full potential of what their life could have been had they been a healthy, properly fed, well nourished, well trained person for their entire life. That would be the in in world explanation. The out of world explanation would be wearing an amulet of health. Whatever constitution it boosts you, you to, you would automatically gain the HP of if you had that constitution leveling up through the entire time. So it just sets you to a certain con. Basically, yeah. right. So if my It'll, so yeah. if it's, I had an amulet like of a bonus to con, it's a flat. This is your con. Basically, as long as you're wearing it. I thought it was like a plus two to con, but I Well, the amulet of health I'm familiar with is 19 con, but I don't know if that's how it works in Corbett's well. I'm oh, sure there are different what types here. What is it then? Well, so basically, so what would happen is, is if, like, if I had like a, an amulet of constitution that gave me a four modifier to con, then I would gain, when I, when I put it on, I would gain four times six HP, because I'm level six, I think. Which would almost be double your HP, if not Yeah, double. at this point, it would put me at 50 HP. While wearing it. That's my understanding. It's my understanding. Is that what it is? <laughs> no. Well, I don't think we'll know until well, we get it. Unless Koi was wants to give us a hint here. Eh, fuck it. It'll be fine. Otherwise, I'm going to be a it's damn... It's not going to be something crazy, right? It's not going to be like, here, your con is now minus five. It's an amulet of health, right? It's restoring the health of this young boy. It should should be useful to you. Oh, it, might, it might give you a plus two to it. That's my guess. The exact specifics might not be what you expect, but sure. it'll generally be in the ballpark of what you're looking at. Yeah, and then my understanding um, of the perioptive health is that it not only prevents you from contracting diseases, but if you wear a, um, if you wear a perioptive health, it will prevent the delay of any, or I'm sorry, it'll delay the, like, um, the progression of any disease as well. I believe that was explained to us the last time we had it. So if I contract a disease, wear the perioptive health, the disease won't progress. So in theory, we should be able to take his necklace off. He's already, that thing helps him already. Well, it depends on, on what's making him sick. I don't yeah. know if like, so for instance, the perioptive health protects you from like disease, which I think we define as like viruses and bacteria. But what about like an autoimmune disease, like rheumatoid arthritis or something, like where your own immune system is attacking you? Would it protect you against something like that? Also, or if he just has like a really weak heart and is prone to heart failure? Yeah. Yeah, know. that would kill him. Cool. Okay, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, well, why don't we go to break, break, and when we come back, we'll take a look at heading to High Castle. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Of Dice and Men. Okay, Nicole. Oh, sorry. Go on. Our party is rested and ready to go. True. 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 Go not kill a little kid. True. We're not going to. We never would. Okay. Not intentionally. It's fine. We'll figure it out. If he was meant to uh, live, it'll live. So how are we going to get there? Because it's sort of actually <coughs> going to be hard to get to High Castle. Um, it's like on the other side of the continent. 
and the all the, there, there's only one land route and through it's, it's through heavy enemy territory. Can you show uh, us the map? There's a yeah, we need the map. Yeah. All right, so let's zoom way the fuck out on the thing. Whoops. And I'm gonna make some doodles here. So the land route would be here through uh, Matava. That ain't happening. Uh, right, and Matava is sort of a no-go zone. They'll fucking kill you if you go there. Actually, they'll enslave you and turn you into like field worker. Um, fucked up place. Because we're men. The other land route would be to come like up here and then take a ship from Thaben to High Castle. Except this is a no-go zone because of the war. Oh, this and, is perfect. Uh, we'll just go up there while we're sabotaging bridges. Aren't really working well together. So there's no like coordination between them. They're actually at, at a fact of de facto state of de facto war. So there's no ships going from anywhere in Mistria to High Castle at all. And this uh, this canal here is six miles across. So Think the elves would help us? Distance. Six miles across. The often looked over territory of the elves is sort of a big mystery right now. Um, this area that I've just circled is elven territory. They more or less keep to themselves and stay the fuck out of everyone else's business um, and try to stay detached and uninvolved, uh, uninvolved. But that doesn't mean that they won't help or interact, just that they tend not to and it's never been successful. Nevis, hmm. I've heard that the elves all have a plethora of magic items and maybe would be interested in even trading and that would be an easy way to get over to High Castle as well. Well, from High so Castle, we could probably just go from, from Thaben to High Castle, yeah? It's How? only, you said it's only six miles across, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, These are warring nations. 800 feet down, six miles across, and 800 feet up. <clears throat> um, 800 feet up, like there's like cliffs we'd have to scale? These yeah, that cliffs. canal is uh, at sea level and the rest of the terrain is risen up at like normal middle of a constant height so it's about 800 feet up near the high castle Faven area there must be some area back here where there's like a shoreline yeah uh the only shoreline would be up here so here's a, a quick world history lesson mm -hmm. this continent was once all thrust together those canals didn't exist mm -hmm. this uh shallow sea over here didn't exist these mountains didn't exist and 1,500 years ago, the gods decided to fuck up the world for unknown reasons. They split the land apart, creating these canals. So all of this interior was just like a normal continent that was physically ripped open, creating these canals. So uh, until you get all the way to the edge of the continent, everything on the inside is at higher elevation, sort of peaking in this area and then slowly going down in the other direction. Okay. Can we walk on water? If you have we can because, spells or abilities? Yeah, so what I'm thinking is, like, you have the walk on water spell. It's only six miles across. We could very easily cover that. Um, two hours? In an hour or two. Um, we run an hour, right? Theoretically, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay, so we could do that. Um... How wide does that bag of holding work? How wide does it open? Uh, it's two feet across at most. Two feet across. 
mm -hmm. at most. Can what happens if a living thing goes inside of it? It's fine. Oh wait, maybe it's it can't extra breathe. dimensional space. Could Lenny so... store me in his bag of holding? A halfling, pretty small, two feet across, as long as my head fits and my shoulders fit. We could try it. He could. I weigh I... less than 200 pounds pretty easily, so. Nevitz, no, no, do you want to try it? What if he gets stuck in there forever? Well, no, we'll because Lenny character. should be able to put... Shut up. Lenny should be able to put his hand in and think of me and pull me out, right? Correct. Um. Because I have a potion of spider climb. Toki could climb on Lenny's shoulders. We could give him the potion of spider climb. I could go inside the um, bag. And then... Oh, wait. Toki's like a fucking dwarf, right? I keep mm -hmm. forgetting that. But technically, both of us could go in the bag of holding. <laughs> Hold up to two hundred pounds. I could turn pounds. into yeah. a smaller animal and go into the back with you. And then Lenny just runs across the canal. Well, no, Lenny could. Um, well, no, because I don't know if we can like breathe in the bag. So it would just be while climbing the thing or whatever. Is there oxygen in the bag of holding? You want to have someone go in the bag and figure it out right now? Well, are we in still with Cabot Moore. He seems like he would know this. <laughs> I guess you haven't left yet. Cabot, I have questions. Questions about the portable holes. Yes. Have you ever tried to place it? You a... can't have mine. Of, of course. We don't want yours. We have one of our own, actually. Thank you very much. Ah. I show him the bag. So for smaller people, ah. like me, has a smaller person ever been transported inside a bag like this? Do you know what any... any... Oh, a common question. Yes. Yes, indeed. You can put people inside of these extra-dimensional spaces, and as long as there is sufficient air, they will be able to breathe. But the air is finite. Um, whatever the bag contains, it contains. And uh, there, as far as I know, there's no way to measure the amount of air in a bag of holding and how long it'll let a person live. But, you know, short jaunts in and out should be fine. So I wouldn't leave someone in there for days on end. But do you think but for an, like hour. an hour should probably be okay? Sure. I wouldn't put anyone I love in there for an hour, but <laughs> I wouldn't put any, I would, you know, I would put friends in there, not family members. You when you, family? um, when you reach into not a anymore. bag of holding and you try to summon a creature out, let's say you reach into a hand and he thinks of me, would I be able to reach my hand up and grab his hand? So let's say, for instance, Lenny was traveling around and carrying me in his bag of holding. If he were to reach in, and I were to reach up and tap his hand once or twice to let him know if I was running out of air, would that be a, a suitable way to communicate? Or are we not able to do that in an extra-dimensional space? suppose, but you could all, he could also just pull you out and look at you. That is true. What are you doing? Although we're not entirely sure how it would look to an outsider. If a head was being pulled out of a bag, it might be easier to just slip his hand into the bag without revealing the contents. I suppose as long as your hands touch, you could communicate uh, via touch if you want. Seems reasonable enough. Let's try it right now, Nevitz. Do you have, um, I'm Go sure you bag, have, Nevitz. I'm sure you have a, co bag, a collection of, um, sand glasses. Oh, oh my god, what am I thinking of? Hourglasses? But not an hour. Yes. Yeah. Hourglasses. Could we, um, could we do a, a tad bit of experimentation right now to figure out how long breath can be held in said bag? I suppose. Maybe I'm. Yeah, let's get in the bag. Fetch an hourglass. Okay. There yeah. Does. Okay. <clears throat> Nevitz would like to take a deep breath. 
Um, so Nevitz is going, okay. So Lenny, here's what's gonna happen. I'm going to crawl into the bag, okay? Once I'm in the bag, in order for me to be pulled out, somebody is going to have to be thinking of me and they're going to have to reach into the bag and they're gonna have to pull me out. Do you understand, Lenny? I will pull you out of the bag. Well, what I want you to do, Lenny, is I just want you to reach into the bag thinking of me. And when you feel as though you've grasped either my, my the back of my neck or my hair, I'm going to reach up and I'm going to try to tap your hand. Do you understand? Yes. Okay. Two We're... tap means you need air. Two taps means pulls me pull me out now. One tap means I'm okay. All right. Yes. Okay. Um, just but re leave your hand in the whole time, and then I'm going to t I'll, I'll tap when I need to get out. Right. So you'll have a hold of me the entire time. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um. Nevertz removes all of his gear, his magical weapons, um, thieves' tools, his potions, the satchel with his potions, his shield, and sets it on the floor. Okay? Okay. All right. Is the bag open? Someone will hold open the... Lenny, I assume, holds I open, open the, the bag, bag for you. Uh-huh. Get in, Nevitz. Get in the bag. <laughs> um. The bag looks bulky. It always looks bulky, regardless of what's in it. It always looks the same and weighs the same. Nothing about this bag will ever change on the outside. Yeah. Might jostle around a little bit, but it's essentially the same. Okay. And it's held open. Okay, hold on. I just want to make sure we have some understandings here, okay? Just to make sure that... Okay, Koibu, okay? So... Get in the bag, Nevitz. Shut the fuck up. The, the thing that causes pain to a person, okay, when they're suffocating, is the presence of carbon dioxide in the blood, right? So the reason why carbon monoxide poisoning happens is because you can breathe something in, no pain happens because it's not carbon dioxide that's building, it's some other gas, or like helium, right? You can commit suicide without feeling any pain. But if you're locked in one area, breathing in and out constantly, and it begins to become saturated with carbon dioxide, you should feel that pain. Right, so I can't go in and feel no pain and die because I'm choking to death on my own carbon dioxide. Like that should be something that I feel. In case you're thinking of killing me that way, okay? I'm just so that we understand at a biology level how a halfling's lungs would function, right? Right. You will notice long before you die of carbon dioxide poisoning. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, Nevitz gets down on his knees. Um, as soon as I go in, Lenny, you need to reach down so that we have constant contact. Okay. Yes, I'll hold your hand, Nevitz. Don't be scared. Okay, Nevitz crawls into the bag. <laughs> what do I see, Koibu? Darkness. That's nothing. it? Void. Wait, I'm a halfling. Can I see a little bit at night? Oh. How can you see something when there's nothing? I don't know. That's what I'm asking. Is it just darkness or is there so, nothing? Well, I guess when you first step in, mm -hmm. you can look out through the top of the bag, mm -hmm. except you're not like, you know, you are maybe five feet down from the top like you are deep in this bag can he reach out no <laughs> um and if you know lenny closes the bag mm -hmm. then it's closed and there's no light or sound passing through whatsoever can you i see any of the own void as i'm no sensory input from the prime material world as i'm inside the bag can i think of like um like a potion to draw any of the potions that i know that lenny has stored in this bag because he was putting stuff in here um i think the bag is lenny all your shit is in the bag still well he put like a potion of water breathing potions of infravision there's a, yeah there's some stuff in the bag i wouldn't have like removed it all because the sure. weight is not going to be an issue uh, so, yeah. yeah, there's like stuff around you. 
and it sort of feels strange. Like you can't actually find it, but there's something like bumping against your arm. And when you go to reach it, it's really not there. Mm -hmm. But then you think of that potion of water breathing and it's in your hand. At least something cool and glassy is in your hand. Okay, cool. And I have the physical thing and I am holding it. And it feels like, can I like uncork it and recork it? I'm interacting with it. Uh, would you like to uncork it? Is the question. <laughs> Why are you asking Can I just do that? it? Yeah, sure. While I'm in here, I would like to uncork it and then recork it or attempt to do so. You die. And you were picking up the potion of water breathing? Well, firstly, I'm going to wait a second to see if Lenny has reached in. He should reach in immediately after I go in. I was going to I was going to talk to Lenny a little bit. Yeah, talk to no, Lenny a little please. bit. That's fine. Go ahead and talk to him a little bit. Okay. Lenny and Toki. Nevitz has taken off all of his valuables and put himself in this bag entirely at your mercy with Cabot Moore. All you have got to do is just tie this bag closed and leave it there and he'll be gone forever. Why? Why are you desire? No. Nevitz has been a little aggressive to you guys and a little bit what mean what campaign stuff. are you thinking about? I've been so been nice to these a, people. A mean streak running through him. Is there any part of you, Lenny? <laughs> no, Lenny loves Nevitz. Yeah, we're chill. Toki, about a is read. there any part of you that wants to just leave it closed and? Not yeah. at all. Zero. I'll open Daff. the bag. Daff, oh, yeah. is there any part of you that wants to see this? <laughs> No, I really like Nevitz, and I think our campaign wouldn't be the same without him. I think we should pull him out again. Okay, cool. I just wanted to check in with you guys, because you you had him over a barrel for a moment. That's cool. Uh, I open yeah, the bag. Lenny's arm reaches in. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Calm down there, buddy. I open the bag and look down. Hopefully, Nevitz should be able to see me and hear me, is my guess. And I think of him. Do I see him at all when I think of him no. and look in the bag? No, no, it's just dark in the bag. I'll, well, Lenny's down. He'll open it, he'll look down, and he'll say, Nevitz, we're going to Gnome. <laughs> Do I hear anything in the bag? Yeah, you hear, Nevitz, we're going to Gnome. But it's like this big, echoing, billowy voice as if he's a giant. Mm -hmm. Do you agree, Nevitz, or I won't bring you out? <laughs> Lenny says, laughing. If I shout back up, Nevitz, or um, I'm sorry, Lenny, stop fucking around out there. Can you hear me at all? It's just like small, tiny voice as if you're like compressed into a smaller form of yourself. Okay. Uh, Lenny will yell down, Nevitz, it's been three days. We're on the boat still. <laughs> um, Nevitz is well, reaching I'll up. Well, I'll unleash you when we're in Nome. Lenny, pull me out of here. Lenny, has it actually been three days? Lenny, I don't think time uh, is passing the same way in here as I assumed it would. Lenny will close the bag quickly and just laugh and then reopen it. And then say, say like, <laughs> go ahead. Nevitz, are you still there? It's been a month. <laughs> Nevitz, we can't get you out. Nevitz, how are you still alive? Nevitz would like to uncork the potion of water breathing. <laughs> it is uncorked. Does anything happen? No. I hate you. I recork it. <laughs> okay, Nevitz op or, uh, Lenny opens it up and grasps for Nevitz. Nevitz yeah, comes. You can find him. 
Uh, Nevitz, um, just crawl. Can I just like reach up and just pull up his arm and crawl out of the bag? Yeah, I guess you could crawl out of his, off his arm. Okay, um, I scamper fine. up very quickly. Um, <laughs> You're in the same fucking place. The hourglass indicates a few minutes have passed. Okay, it takes like a few moments to, to realize what exactly you got is pranked, Nevitz. Lenny, Lenny, why would you fuck around with me this way, Lenny? Why do you think this is funny? I don't know. Meet Toki, laugh. How strong are you, Toki? What's your strength? <laughs> I don't lie. Eight. Eight. Toki, can you pull... How, do you have to be strong enough to pull things out of the bag for it to be pulled out of the bag? Yeah. Should be easy. Yeah, I mean, if you want to pull a halfling out of the bag, you have to have the strength to pull the halfling out of the bag. Eight strength means you can pull 40 pounds? Uh, without being encumbered, but you could pull up to 120 pounds max. Oh, I weigh 34 pounds. Okay. Oh. I try to Aww. snatch the bag from, from Lenny. <laughs> or give it to you. Fuck it. Oh, okay. Toki, can we do this? Can I trust you to do this in a more serious manner? <laughs> you want me to just pull you out? I want to crawl in the bag, and I want you to reach down so that I can hold onto your arm, and I want to see how long we can breathe in the bag, because it's a very good way to transport us. Okay? Can we try this? Okay. 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 I crawl into the bag once more and then wait for Toki's hand to come out. And then I, I'll tell you, I, I'm, I'm going to tap you twice when I want you to pull me out of the bag, okay? Got it. Okay, bag opens. Nevitz crawls back in once more. <laughs> Leave it. Do it again, Toki. <laughs> 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 All right, nah, he seemed a little <clears throat> Okay. Does Toki reach your hand in or what's going on? Wait, what's that? Do you, you reach your hand in? Yeah, I thought we were, like, holding hands, right? Yep. Okay, yeah, okay, cool. All right, how long can I stay in the bag before I begin to feel the burning in my lungs? I have to consult the books, the ancient tomes of text, written in the 80s, the 1980s. Written by the stoners themselves. <laughs> Wait, limit, volume. So, oh... What? Why is there a difference between these two bags of holding? Okay, your bag of holding has an updated weight limit of 250 pounds, not 200 pounds. Uh, oh, base. Wait, what's his normal weight? It still weighs 15 pounds, but it can hold 250, not just 200. We got an extra 50 pounds, baby. Hell yeah. This book has shittier bags of holding than this book. Okay. Well, does it have better air supplies on the right? Um, 30 cubic feet is the volume limit of the bag you are in. So, 30 cubic feet. Uh, That's got to be so much. Yeah. I have no idea how you would even begin to measure the human consumption. How much oxygen cubic human consume? The average adult, when resting, inhales and exhales about seven or eight liters of air per minute. What is a liter of air? How does that fit into a cubic anything? Like, and it's natural. This is why we use inches. Feet is 850 liters. Um, however, in one breath, you're not absorbing all of the oxygen in there. And again, it's not about the oxygen intake, it's the carbon dioxide buildup. So let's say if you do... I would say you could get, you can easily get more than an hour, no problem. After an hour, you are still totally fine. Okay, yeah, that's um, fine. And then I'm a halfling, so 
with Toki, me and Toki, with an hour, we should be okay. 30 cubic feet. Yeah, you guys are halflings, so you take half the air of a, a normal human. Yeah, okay, so, gotcha. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay, cool. That's all I wanted to know. Okay, Nevitz, um, I guess after literally about an hour I, or more, I would start to tap on her hand and then be pulled out. Okay. 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 Yeah. So <clears throat> if anything got really dicey, Theoretically, you and I could hide in the bag of holding. Correct? Yes. Okay. You'll be on top of each other, though. Cabot, I'm sorry. Just a few more questions. These are wondrous devices. In order to pull something out of the bag, you need to be able to picture it first or think of what it is you want to pull? Mm-hmm. If, if the owner of a bag of holding dies, are the items within that bag lost forever then? Or could another person imagine an item that might be in the bag and try to pull it from the bag? You can also just turn the bag upside down and dump it all out. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you can just dump it. Oh. Oh. That, you dump oh. it all out. So oh. if there's something fragile in there, it might fall out and break or something like that. Yeah. Gotcha. I understand. Yeah. Can Nothing I put the bird in the bag? Uh, the one thing about extra dimensional space is that it doesn't play well with itself. If you take an object of extra dimensional space into a place of extra dimensional space already, terrible things can happen. Is the so, bird extra dimensional? The bird is not a bird. Well, the bird is fine. The ring on the bird contains the soul of a former, my former instructor. Yes, I met Trapped. him. I talked. Yeah. Yes, he told me about that. He I don't I was think smart. that a soul is trapped in extra-dimensional space within the ring. Aren't you curious? I am, but if we're wrong, then your bag and my ring might be destroyed. And it's probably fine. 99.9% .9 fine. But I wouldn't want to risk the 0.1% unless I absolutely had Okay, this sounds That's fine. That's how uh, you get to live such a long time. You don't make uh, risky moves. If you tell a person that another object is in the bag of holding and you ask that person to pull the object from the bag of holding, how specifically do they need to have this object in mind to pull said object from the bag? Fairly general. You say, I'm, I'm reaching for you know, a ring, and you'll find the rings in the bag. And you what if there were multiple reaching... rings to choose from? You would just find, similar if you reached into a bag and you found four or five rings in it, mm -hmm. you would just have to pull them all out. Here, let's try it. No, there is okay. a... All right, that's okay. Oh. Okay. Interesting. Okay, that's all I need to know. All right, I'm okay. All right. Yeah, I think I'm good to go. I think I'm I'm ready to begin. Um, Yeah. We're basically coming up on time anyway. We should figure out where we want to go first, or I guess what we want to do. Yeah. I think we should well, probably... it sounds like you guys want to go to High Castle, No. Right? I think we want to do the bridges first. No, I think we want to go to High Castle. No, I don't know. What do you guys think? I'm fine with the High Castle. Uh, we go High Castle and then go down. Or burn bridges and go up. Can we do both? Not at the same time, but yeah. Well, yeah, we just need to figure out. Burn I guess and like... burn and go up or get it and go down. Yeah, I think get it and go down, maybe, because we'd be coming from High Castle right into... Like Evermont yeah. or Stout End afterwards would be fine, yeah. Nibiru. 
Okay. Yeah, I think that's um, that's the. How point. are we gonna get there though? From, we're just gonna walk over. If we boat from the north, can we go to Kelderam, or is travel between those lands banned? Um, you if you get to Kelderam, you might be able to walk down to High Castle. You're just gonna have trouble finding a ship that will take you all the way to Kelderam right now. Like, it's a good thing that we have a wealth of money. A private mm -hmm. ship because there's not much in the way of trade headed out there. So you'd have to find someone. It would be expensive to take a boat there. 100 gold. Uh, okay. And similarly, it would be expensive probably to get back. Well, once we're there, we're there. We but don't need to get back. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could okay. be done. So we'll do it. Could be done. Cool. Okay. Um. Yeah. Any other questions? Are we good? What do we want to do? Are we calling it here? I think this is a great place to call it. Mm -hmm. And we can pick it up next week. A little bit more of Dyson Men. Wait, real quick. Zaz's Island, was that Vixel Island or Lynx Island? or Lynx. Ooh. We should hit it while we're there. We fucking should. And it was the hidden island. Like, the one that she wasn't even hiding very well had, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, 50,000 gold. But the hidden question. one. What's up? If I put Nevitz in the bag, then I hold the bag, then I transform. How does that work? Oh shit! Bag would be dropped. No. Oh, you. Oh. Yeah, if she has the bag and she meld with you or drop to the ground. So it wouldn't. It will... Oh, all right, it would drop. Then. No, it wouldn't drop. Uh, that's a great question because you are you're not extra dimensional space. You are now just a magical creature, so I think it's fine. <clears throat> so maybe Toki should hold the bag, honestly. Toki could hold the bag, transform into a squirrel, sit on your shoulder. Dude, we could move fucking armies of halflings like this. Well, yeah. You could move up to, what, it's 250 pounds each halfling weighs. Dude, a ma pounds. fuck the Trolleroo. Toki could have, like, 10 bags of holding on her. Each bag of holding weighs 250 <laughs> pounds, halflings. could hold 10 halflings. So she could have 80 halflings in little bags of holding on her body. She could transform to a squirrel on Lenny's shoulder. You could come into battle. You could throw Toki into the air. She could untransform, tip all the fucking bags, and then 80 fucking halfling rogues just come out. Unfortunately, the rules of Pokemon say you may only summon one monster at a time. We're not playing Pokemon. This sounds like it needs to happen. We're going to incorporate this army at some point into this campaign, okay? We need to amass more bags of holding. That's the important part. We're going to have to kill Cabin and get his later, but we'll do that episode 35, okay? Can he does not that make them? You put a bag of holding in a bag of holding? That does not work. Okay. That will cause massive problems. We're going to do that, though. Just fuck with them. Okay. All right. Yeah, I think we're good. Um, hold on. Let me put us on the other cool. screen. Um, Koibu, when's your next episode of What Are You Doing? Um, I do believe Desperate Measures is canceled for this Sunday, so it's going to be Hobo, Homeward Bound, Sunday morning. Hobo is a sequel to Frofro. Okay. What is Frofro? Forward Found? Uh, frozen Frontier. No, Frozen oh. Frontier. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. What happens if I turn into a mouse and you put me in the bag of holding, but then I turn into like a giant creature inside the? Only it would probably break. Okay. I feel like I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Um, Lily, what's the what? What do you want to plug? Plug away. 
I don't have anything to plug. The days are blending in together. I hope everyone's staying safe during this corner. All right. And, um, Katerina? Um, yeah, just Katerina. It's good. Okay, and then I'm Destiny. Um, you can find me on my Twitch channel after this. We're going to be playing some legal legends going for diamond with my good friend here, Mr. Moon. <laughs> can I play with you too, Steven? Anytime you want, Lily. Just message me or respond to one of my messages ever, and I, I would love to play. Dude, I asked you and you never... The last time I messaged... Lily, I was right streaming. Now. I'm asking you right now. Can we play? Oh, you want me to cuck Mr. Mooten that I had plans to play uh, with right now and kick him out? Me, I'll message you right after he's done, but I know you'll be busy. It's okay. But you can you ignore me on stream again. You don't have time when you yeah. are mm -hmm. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. Bye, Lily. Okay. Yep. We'll be back next week, guys. Be careful. Bye. I didn't get an outro. Bye, get You did. You said Mr. Mooten, forward frontier. It's fine. Good. Bye. In the anime ones, there are no good goblins. Which anime was that, Lily? Goblin Slayer.